Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff. MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to mwgemployerservices.com. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Good Monday afternoon, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, and you, thanks for being with us. Wherever you're listening, however you're listening, or perhaps watching at Supertalk TV, we're glad to be with you. If you want to be a part of the conversation, ceasefire text line. That's the best way to do it, 601. Sorry, th- this needs the song. Gonna get there. It needs it. I feel bad for talking over there. Oh, just this part is all you need to say. All right, there we go. If you want to be a part of the conversation, you can join us on the Ceasefire text line at 601-879-4395. Want to give your business the edge? Get gigabit fiber internet from Ceasefire Business, backed by world-class IT experts who live where you do, right here in Ceasefire Country. Check availability now at ceasefire.com slash business. Well, the story is the story. Ole Miss is headed to Omaha after taking two from Southern Miss in the Hattiesburg Super Regional. We're going to dive into every angle that we can from the weekend that was I was looking at the bracket, though. I don't remember a postseason that was as wild as in, and as unpredictable as this one has been. And here's what I mean. right? We, we've now had three straight years with baseball postseason where the number one national seed has lost in the Super Regional. UCLA to Michigan in 2019, 2020 was obviously no postseason. Last year it was Arkansas with Kevin Copps, National Player of the Year. They lose to NC State. And this year Tennessee goes down to Notre Dame. Pending the results tonight, two games left, one this afternoon, one tonight. Of the 16 one-seeds that hosted in the first round, there will be either three or four that are left standing in the College World Series. Either Oregon State or Auburn will be eliminated. Texas has gotten there. Texas A&M has gotten there. Stanford's got a chance. Oregon State's got a chance. Auburn's got a chance. 
And, and so if Auburn and UConn win, it'll only be three top 16 seeds that actually get to the College World Series. It's been a crazy postseason. But that's big picture. Let's pull it a little more local. What a weekend. What a weekend in Hattiesburg for Ole Miss. An absolutely dominating performance on the mound and really at every facet of the game for the Rebels over the course of uh, of Saturday and Sunday in Hattiesburg. What would you guys think? I mean, that that is exactly the story, right? It's total domination. 15 to nothing combined score. Ole Miss only using four pitchers. Southern Miss having seven hits combined in their home Super Regional. And add another game on top of it. Ole Miss played three games in Hattiesburg this year. Nine, 18, 27 innings, right? If my math checks out, one run scored by Southern Miss. 12 hits in those 27 innings at home against Ole Miss. But back to the Super Regional, Dylan DeLucia was great. Hunter Elliott was absolutely, unbelievably dominant. And I wondered aloud on Saturday night, you know, will the freshman be ready for a moment like this? Now, the atmosphere is not going to intimidate him. He's given up a home run in Fayetteville. Like, he, he was not going to be intimidated by the environment, but is a guy with his age and experience level ready for the send your team to Omaha moment? And, buddy, was he ever ready for the send your team to Omaha moment. Um, that was the story this weekend and, and in the regional play and really their turnaround. Bats came alive, but those two guys paired with a couple of bullpen arms have been flat-out dominant. Flat-out dominant, and they owned Southern Miss this weekend. What did you think, hey, Dad? I'm not sure what I was more surprised by, how dominant Ole Miss was or how bad Southern Miss was. I, I, and, and obviously, you know, they, those those two things affect each other. Ole Miss's dominance played into Southern Miss and their poor play. But, I mean, it, it, it was like men against boys out there. And this is the Ole Miss team that was preseason top five. This is the Ole Miss team that was ranked number one in the nation. We knew all along they had the talent. But for whatever reason, in the middle of the season, it just got away from them. But now they're playing you talked about it last week, what I say, you know, they're playing their best baseball right now. Mm-hmm. They got a tough road in Omaha, no, no doubt. That side of the bracket, you got some killers over there. But Ole Miss is as talented as any of them. And if they're going to get pitching like that from their one two, I mean that that's that's a huge difference maker for them. And and to put into perspective what the season was and what it has turned into. And, and again, this is pending the outcome of, of two games that are happening today. Notre Dame has 40 wins on the year. Texas has 47. Texas A&M, 42. Oklahoma, 42. Arkansas, 43. If Auburn wins tonight, they'll have 41. If Oregon State wins, they'll have 48. If Stanford wins, they'll have 46. If UConn wins, they'll have 50. Ole Miss has 37 wins. They've won 37. It will take three wins in Omaha for Ole Miss to get to 40 for the year. And yet, they got in. I mean, think about this. Ole Miss went into the postseason with 32 wins. They were 32-22 and 22 after the SEC tournament. First Ole Miss team to ever start the postseason 5-0. and First time that Ole Miss in Super Regional play has ever won a series in two games. It's only the second Super Regional win. It's only the, the second time out of eight Super Regionals where it only lasted two games. 
They were on the receiving end of a two-game loss in Tempe, Arizona in 2007. All of the other ones have been been three-game series. And usually, last year was an exception, winning the first game and losing the, the next two. You heard that stat thrown around a bunch this weekend. Teams that win the first game of a Super Regional 80% of the time go to the College World Series. Well, I know where some of the 20% comes from because it's happened several times with Ole Miss through the years along the way. But everything that's happened in the past is is just that. It's in the past, and this team got it done down the stretch. Uh, Borky, you said it a second ago. Ole Miss used four pitchers in two games with a trip to the College World Series on the line. They used Dylan DeLucia, and then I thought made a really good decision on Saturday to hand it off to Jack Doherty. There was plenty of cushion there. And Jack Doherty's a plenty, plenty good pick, pitcher, period. But you had a guy that you could go out, and he could, he could just throw fastballs and fill up the zone because you had all of that cushion. And then yesterday, seven and a third from Hunter Elliott, and his his pitching line was just remarkable. Seven and a third, three hits, no runs, no walks, ten strikeouts, and he threw less than 100 pitches. Through five innings, he was sitting on 54 pitches. He was averaging less than 11 pitches an inning for the first five innings. And this is a guy who a couple of times this year has gone out and thrown 30 or 40 pitches in the first inning. Like, in his last outing against Miami. Remember? Yeah, and Ben McDonald pointed out on the broadcast that if Hunter Elliott had a weakness, it was giving up too many free bases, uh, not getting out of the gate well. And, uh, again, that was not not an issue for him yesterday. Only went to three ball, count, three, three ball counts yesterday. I asked Hunter about that in the, in the post-game press conference. I said, you know, you, you've had times this year where you've had a lot of traffic on the bases early. What was different today? And he said, well, I knew I needed to stay out of three ball counts. The reason I've had a lot of traffic on the bases is because I've walked a bunch of people and hit a bunch of people. He's like, I had to be better than that. Some of Hunter Elliott's comments leading up to this were were good ones, right? And and there were people that looked at him and said, oh, he's kind of taking a shot. He wasn't taking a shot. He was answering honestly when people were asking him about the stage of you know pitching possibly with a, a trip to the College World Series on the line. And he said, well, I mean, I pitched in Fayetteville and gave up a game-tying home run and had a meeting on the mound with him calling the Hogs. I pitched in Baton Rouge. And then he made a, a reference to pitching at Kentucky. And now the environment was nothing like it was in Kentucky, but the comparison he was making was the fans kind of being right there on top of you, down close to the field. Really good crowds for two days in Hattiesburg. But crowds that never had a chance to get into the game because nothing positive ever happened offensively for Southern Miss. We'll pick this up and kind of walk through the two games and uh, get to your thoughts as well. When we come back, Sports Talk Mississippi, just getting started with you on this Monday, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalk TV. We'll be right back.
the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you. They're in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive Crossgates. Just call them at 601-605-4443. Venable Glass for all your glass needs. Looking pretty good so far this afternoon. No wrecks or breakdowns. No major problems to speak of. Buckle up and drive safe. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Smith Brothers proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Why did it only take 3.8 seconds to get President Reagan in the limo and 4.2 seconds to get John Hinckley restrained? Proper instruction, training, and practice. The detail had practiced that hundreds of times. I'm Larry Rowlett, new owner of Boondocks FTA. I'm a retired special agent in charge of President Ronald Reagan's protective division. I purchased Boondocks for the purpose of making you and your family confident, knowledgeable, and skillful in the use of firearms. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram or boondocksfta.com. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gleickstead or online at bennelson.com. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Harley Equipment in Gluckstadt is excited that grass cutting season has finally arrived. Harley has a large selection of in-stock Skag Zero Turns, Walt Behinds, and stand-on mowers. And Skag mowers are known for being simply the best in the lawn equipment industry. Skag has the mowing machine to meet your needs with a variety of models to choose from for whatever size property you might have. Skag is offering 0% financing and no money down, so buying a new mower has never been easier. Harley Equipment in Gluckstadt. Find us on Facebook or give us a call, 601-499-0944. This is owner Cameron Hartley reminding you that when it comes to your lawn and outdoor equipment needs, shop smartly, shop Hartley. This is Allison Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gluckstadt, just south of Germantown High, Calloway's has an outstanding selection of all your favorite trees, shrubs, color plants, and bagged-in-bulk soils. Everything for your outdoor living. Calloway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for indoors and outdoors? Bring your truck or trailer. Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Visit Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Exciting news. Brace yourself. More Sports Talk Mississippi. Now. Now. Ceasefire text line open to you at 601-879-4395. We're coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort is the home of the sports book at Timeout Lounge. 
Visit them online at PearlRiverResort.com. So, Borky, you, you threw out some big-picture questions, and I think these are um, what a strange year that it's been. And we've talked about that kind of in, in the middle of it all the way throughout the course of the college baseball season. You go back to the start of February, and you look at this Ole Miss team. Did you think that this team had a great chance to make it to Omaha? Yep. Probably did. I mean, preseason top ten, some polls had them top five. You returned eight of your nine in the SEC's second-best lineup by average, and the one guy you lost was addition by subtraction, with all due respect to the young man who I'm sure worked hard, but let's be honest, it was addition by subtraction. And everybody thought that this was a College World Series caliber team, no doubt, back in February. In, in, in fairness, the question or questions going into this season were about pitching, mm-hmm. right? You may remember the conversation that I had with Mike Bianco before the year began and said, I think we're going to be better on the mound than we were a year ago. And I kind of raised my eyebrows when he said that because you're talking about minus Doug Nikhazy and minus Gunnar Hoagland and minus um, closer. Taylor Broadway. Those three really important pieces to the pitching staff a year ago, all gone. So that's where the questions were. So you fast forward to April 1st, maybe April 15th. Did you think that Ole Miss at 7-14 and 14 in the SEC had a chance to, never mind, get to the College World Series, more like make the trip to Hoover for the SEC tournament? Travel anywhere for a regional. It didn't look very good. It wasn't good. There was like, no hope. And, and the conversation was less about the product on the field and more about the future of the program. And there are people who, you know, well, Mike Bianco, now, I understand. And we were really careful about how we talked about Mike Bianco. We did that out of respect for a guy that's been doing it for a long time and has been incredibly good to this show. And probably a lesson in there that you you need to let a season play out, whatever the sport is, to see how it ends. But it was not an unfair conversation either. That's what the conversation about. It wasn't about wins and losses on the field. It was about what's next for Ole Miss baseball. And now after a roller coaster season, a team that at one point, whether they should have been or not is irrelevant, was ranked number one in the country, has gone 5-0 and in the postseason, won a regional on the road, won a super regional on the road, and is now headed for a first-round matchup in Omaha with either Auburn or Oregon State. And they're on the side of the bracket with one of those two teams and Arkansas, and then either Stanford or UConn, depending on the outcome of the game that just got started out on the West Coast. And they avoid Tennessee. 3 nothing UConn in, in the first inning, I believe. Wow. But, yeah, they, and they avoid Tennessee until the champion. Wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. Um, but that's the next layer, too. <laughs> More uh, see, that, that was a, sarca- a sarcastic belly laugh. That was not a genuine belly laugh. That was like an evil oh. professor belly laugh. <laughs> but more on that I'll later. Um, so I, I'm glad we, we brought up the, the conversations during the season because I engaged in them. I did because it was reality. It wasn't just us opining over it. There were 
re, it was real. It was absolutely real. If their name didn't get called last Monday, things would have changed. But their name got called, and, and here they are now. But for people like me, hand up, who have talked about the results and how they were not good enough, what were the biggest gripes for people like me? And there's a lot of them out there. One, not enough trips to the College World Series. Uh, check. They did that. But I think more importantly, it's not just that they went. It's how they went. Now, it sounds crazy to some people I know, but for, for two decades, there, there has not been a, an Ole Miss baseball season where they quote-unquote played above their heads, if you will, in the postseason. They haven't gone on the road in a regional and won. And they've only won one super regional in Mike Bianco's tenure. So it's not just that they got to Omaha for, if you want to spin it, the second time in seven years, which sounds better than two and 22. Two and seven is a little bit different. But it's that they snuck in and then peaked at the exact right time. They're playing their best baseball when it matters the most, not in April. They're playing their best baseball in the middle of June. They dominated, relatively speaking, a road regional. They absolutely dominated Southern Miss in a Super Regional. This postseason, the way it happened, has not happened for Ole Miss under Mike Bianco. And people like me, who were, some of you would think, overly critical, that the ammo's been taken from our gun now. Uh, they don't win road regionals. Won a road regional. They struggle in Supers. One in seven in Super Regionals. Dominated this one. Also on the road. Oh, they play tight. Tell me, in any of the five games, at any point, did you not feel like Ole Miss was in control? Even that Miami game, where it took a Tim Elko two-run double to win that game late in the game. Did you ever feel like Ole Miss wasn't really in control and comfortable and content with where they were? All of the criticisms for this postseason, even if it's just this one, are invalid. They did everything that people think they could not do. They did that this so far this postseason. And and to do that from where they were mid-April is just incredible. I mean, I, I don't know about you two. I don't know if you, you go as far as I did, but when they lost the series to State, I was like, okay, it's really going to be about, you know, playing out the stream, try not to have Mike Bianco's great career at Ole Miss end with just a miserable ending. You know, try to be, have some respect, try to get some wins there somehow. But they're done. And now they're in Omaha. There's two lessons to be learned. One, I'm a moron, and you should not listen to anything I say. I'm just entertaining, and that's why these guys keep me around. <laughs> but two, I mean, this is, and I hate to say this about Ole Miss. You know me, but this is the beauty of sports, right? This team was... was I mean, they were in the coffin. All we had left to do was put the dirt on them. Now they're going to go play for a national title. All right, so let's go back to that weekend. You're talking about April 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. Ole Miss wins game one, 4-2. Dylan DeLucia pitched really well on a Thursday night. They mm-hmm. lose 10-7 in game two. And they lose in heartbreaking fashion when Mississippi State hits a solo home run. Brad Cumbus did it, right? To make it 7-6. to six. Correct. And Mississippi State wins in 11 innings on Saturday, Game 3. Remember, that was that was double-decker weekend? 
Big crowds. Everybody was excited. The team was not playing great, but. And then they turn around on Tuesday night, and they go to Pearl. And they win 5-2. to two. Might have and been it, the, the game of the season for them. Maybe. But at the time, it kind of felt like, meh, whatever. They just lost two out of three in the conference standings, and they just won a midweek game. And then they go to Arkansas. And I think that Arkansas weekend is one you point to, right? Because the way those three games unfolded, they won game one, four to two. Again, Dylan DeLucia pitched really, really well. They won, uh, lost game two, six, three. And they lost game three, four to three. And I think that was the weekend that illustrated, okay, Ole Miss is capable, if they play a little better, of being the baseball team that a lot of people thought they were going to be. Arkansas at the time was ranked fourth in the country. Our, Arkansas kind of faltered down the stretch. We look up, and the Razorbacks are in Omaha again after winning two games in the uh, the Chapel Hill Super Regional this past weekend. But you remember what was it? Ole Miss had 18? 18 free base runners over the course of those two games that they lost? And like 7th, 8th, and ninth inning on Saturday... They had bases loaded, nobody out, two on, nobody out, bases loaded, nobody out, something like that. It was something crazy. And then Arkansas hits a three-run bob, and they win it 6-3. Yeah. And then they don't play a midweek game. And I remember after that series, us, us talking like, it was like, they're not going to give up. That was our, you know, they're not going to give up. They're going to fight hard these last few weeks, and, and they'll get through this. But they're not going to give up. Good for them. And, and I don't know. remember which of the two of you. I think, hey, Dad, that, that's your thing. It's like, okay, not giving up is kind of the lowest standard or the lowest bar that exists in sports. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that, they come home and they sweep Missouri, and they played well doing it. Then they make that four-game road trip where they go to Hattiesburg. They get the 4-1 to one win. And then you're like, yeah, maybe something's brewing here. Maybe they can get two in Baton Rouge. And then they go sweep LSU. Now, they lost that series to Texas A&M in the final weekend. We'll pick it up when we come back. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny conditions and hot, high near 96. Tonight, mostly clear skies, low around 75. Your Tuesday, sunny conditions, high near 96. Tuesday evening, mostly clear, low around 75. And a look to Wednesday, sunny conditions and hot, high all the way up to 97. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, 
insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. This is Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We are proud to offer the most up-to-date technology to ensure you are receiving the best possible dental care. Book your appointment online today at CapitalDentalInc.com. That's CapitalDentalInc.com. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. How could R.J. Young help you? With digital communications, managed IT services, business process outsourcing, and office equipment and technology, R.J. Young is your source for the technology solutions that power your business. For more information and a quick demo of the modern office and how it's increasing efficiency and bottom lines of businesses across the country, visit us at themodernoffice.com. Got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. It's Lisa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The January 6th committee is holding the second in a series of public hearings looking at the deadly attack on the U.S. Capitol. Mississippi Congressman and Chairman Benny Thompson said former President Donald Trump tried to stay in office even after the people voted him out. He ignored the will of the voters. He lied to his supporters and the country. The committee's goals include providing a timeline and understanding of the events leading up to the Capitol riot and to prove that former President Trump purposely incited violence on January 6th. The former president and Republicans in Congress have called the probe politically motivated. And the average for a gallon of diesel in Mississippi is up to $5.36 today. And school districts have to take record prices into consideration as they work on their budgets. The Lamar County School District is looking into gas buses and possibly working on some grants for electric buses. Superintendent Steve Hampton told WDAM they're trying to diversify their fleet and be proactive as they rework their 2023 budget to account for the rise in prices. Hello, I'm Ashley Kaiser from Greensboro, Alabama. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer. And being selected as Alabama Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy. And they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are back. Ratchet Entertainment presents Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance. Saturday, July 9th. With J.J. Gray and Mo Fro. Todd and the Monsters. Plus Jay and the Causeways. Tickets are on sale now at TwilightMS.com. That's TwilightMS.com. Brought to you in part by Southern Beverage, Renaissance, Ridgeland First, and Watkins Construction. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group. 
no matter where you go. Super Talk Mississippi is there. With FM signals all over the state, you can hear Super Talk Mississippi from the Delta to the Red Clay Hills of Meridian and from Oxford to Biloxi. And when you're out of the state, you can always get the latest Mississippi news and talk online at supertalk.fm and on your smart device with the Super Talk app. You're proud to call Mississippi home, and we're proud to cover your state like no one else. Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi. Here comes more Sports Talk Mississippi. You ready, guys? On Super Talk Mississippi. Got some really good stuff coming in on the ceasefire text line, and I promise you we are going to get to those. I will tell you that uh, this afternoon coming up from D1 Baseball, Mark Etheridge will join us at 20 minutes after 4. He uh, he was in Hattiesburg for the uh, for the weekend for the Super Regional. We'll talk with him about his impressions, and then at five twenty, Ole Miss head baseball coach Mike Bianco will join us, as has been the case every Monday during baseball season for like five years now. So um, imagine this was going to be more fun than uh, than some of them have been along the way. So Rusty and Meridian. Replay officials made some unbelievably bad calls in regionals and supers. USM Grand Slam was obvious. Rusty, it was foul. I I, I said I, I tweeted this during the game on Saturday. Not immediately. I waited a few minutes. But I was kind of thinking through the whole thing. First of all, video replay indisputably showed that the call on the field was correct. I didn't tweet that. Here's what I tweeted. Number one, there's nobody that's got a better angle to make that call than the first base umpire. I watched him as the ball was in the air. He sprints about a third of the way down the line, straddles the line, gets still and watches the ball, and he calls it a foul ball. He was in position to make the call, and he made the right call. Number two, if you needed confirmation one way or the other, you know who was going to give it to you? The fans in the roost directly behind the foul pole. And if, as they were going to replay, those people had been going absolutely bonkers, yelling, fingers, mad, angry, arms in the air, you would have known that it probably was a grand slam, and that they missed the call on the field. But you know what those people did? After the initial over towards center field where you didn't have an angle, drinks flying in the air, it's a thing. The air horn going off beyond the right field wall and outside the stadium. The people sitting right behind the foul pole just sat there. Told you all you needed to know. They would have told you if it was a grand slam. They didn't. They hoped that what they saw was wrong. They hoped that somehow the replay officials screwed it up and gave Southern Miss credit for something that didn't actually happen. But they knew. They knew it was a foul ball. Because the ball passed in front of the foul pole, not behind the foul pole. Game of inches and whatnot, but it was a foul ball. Which in baseball is a strike. It took TV a long time to show that indisputable evidence. So, so I'm sitting here tweeting from our account, you know, updating scores and stuff, and my first thought was, looked like a home run. Because their initial replay, you couldn't see the ball. 
when when the ball got to the foul pole, you couldn't see it from the angle that they were showing. It was a little bit grainy as well. And so the first few replays they show, I thought, oh, that's a home run. That's a home run. You can't see the ball. And then they zoomed in, and it was, there's the baseball. And I saw you tweeting that, Borky, and I was thinking, nope, you weren't looking at the right thing. You're not watching the fans, Bork. The reaction tells you. Yeah. The the first few angles were. It was really, really close, though. Yeah, it was. But there is, it's inarguable. It is, it's, it's absolutely inarguable that even if you were watching on TV like me, when they finally zoomed in, it took like three minutes for them to get to where they actually showed where the ball crossed in front of the foul pole up close. And at that point, it was undeniable. Yeah. So I always hate asking this question about games that end up to be blowouts. But I'll ask, if it was fair, does anything change about what we're talking about today? I have no idea. Are they playing a game three? It feels different. What what do you think, though? Um, I think the outcome is probably the same. I do know that this stadium would have felt drastically different because that would have been the first time that Southern Miss fans legitimately had something to cheer about. Hmm. What inning did that happen in? Could they have have ridden that momentum you know, for a few innings and maybe, oh, and they would have brought different guys know. out of the pen as well. I mean, Southern Miss they, they kind of conceded, no doubt, on Saturday. No doubt. And, and, and so. Scott Barry said as much after the game, right? I mean, once they went away from Hurston Waldrop, and then they went to Justin Storm, and then they went to and and he threw what like six straight balls out of the bullpen or something like that, and they immediately went to the pen, and then they're like, you know what? We got to win two games, and we got to save save bullets. Because those two guys may have to come back and throw, and it doesn't look like they've got it today. This is. Uh, do you guys remember the Captain Andrew Luck Twitter account? Yep. Yeah. This is pretty good on the ceasefire text line. To my dearest Colonel, it is with extreme apology that I write this letter. My doubtery has grown in the coming months. I will admit, I have been the fairest of weathers to our side. Your general number five's actions were beyond question with me. However, in the past few weeks, he has displayed amazing leadership and strategy. He has taken us to the land of corn, Omaha, where we will fight against the nation's elite. I pray in the future that you can forgive my severe lack of judgment. Tonight, we will slay and partake in eating the sweetest crow our mouths can muster, apologetically the fairest of weather. (laughs) It's pretty well done. Yeah, I spent some time eating crow this weekend as well. Slow smoked it. It ended up being okay. Uh, For for what it's worth, uh, it was the bottom of the fifth when that happened. Uh, And that all happened with two outs. So it was two walks and a base hit with two outs, and then the foul ball. And by the way, did you see Dylan DeLucia? This is the kind of stuff that Ole Miss fans have been looking for for years. Did you see what Dylan DeLucia did? So so Ewing is standing on first base with his hands up like this. Like, why is it not a home run? DeLucia looks at him and points at home plate, telling him to get back to home plate. And then struck him out on the next pitch. Ooh. That's pretty. Uh, And then uh, the top of the six, so the very next uh, inning, that's when Ole Miss blew it open. It went from three to nothing to ten to nothing in the top of the sixth. That's when Ole Miss put up yeah. a seven spot. So, I mean, that, that circumstance from Grand Slam to give you a one-run lead to strike out to giving up a seven spot, just you brutal. that stomach punch, man. There's just no way to get it. I mean, mm-hmm. that killed him. It killed him. 
JP says, long text here, tip of the cap to Rebel Pitching. Superior bats showed for the Rebs, and we saw down the stretch, UTSA, Old Dominion, LSU, Ole Miss, exposed and gave USM difficulty with stringing hits together. Oftentimes, albeit small leads, one to four runs, proved to be insurmountable. Eagle pitching as advertised, 3-0 late in the game in game one, 4-0 late in game two, but for a team with an average around 275, 151st in the nation, not a feared hitter in the lineup, and really looking lost the past two days of the plate, we are where we are today, sunburnt and through. Not a lot to cheer for yesterday, but I'm privileged to have crossed bucket lists off the item, uh, bucket list items off. Seeing the Eagles play in a regional, a super regional, and the College World Series live and in person, not a bad year for a team that was not ranked in week one. And in fairness, not ranked in week, like, six. Remember, they were hanging on the edge and hanging on the edge and hanging on the edge, and then, boom, they finally got into the polls. Then they climb all the way into the top, certainly top ten. Do they get into the top five at one point? Regardless, so. a remarkable year for some I think, of us. Yeah. We got a message I, I largely disagree with. It says, Oh, Lord, save it. If Ole Miss comes out flat and Omaha and goes two and done, the same fans apologizing will be calling for his head again. No, they won't. No, they no. won't. The goal is Omaha. Omaha was, was enough. That conversation, I think, is done forever. I think the second trip changes everything. Now, there are people who will absolutely... But, but and, and here's why I say that, hey, Dad. It's been about get to Omaha, get to Omaha, get to Omaha, right? So everybody loves to point out now two and 22. Two trips in 22 years. What if you look at it a different way? What if you say it took 14 years to get there? But now it's two trips in eight years. Seven. 2020 didn't happen. Two trips in seven years. I get what you're and, saying. And but three straight, what, four Super Regionals in seven years? Yeah. But you have to take into account, you're saying that he continues to maintain things. A bad season would tank him. That's always a possibility. I'm not saying but he's going to have one. there's never been one. I mean, that, I'm just that's... saying, if you, if you do have one, they were on the precipice of one this year. They turned it around. Yeah. So, yeah. and the other thing to take into account, and I'm not, I don't, I mean, State won a national title last year. Mm-hmm. Ole Miss fans want to win a national title now. They 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 want to get even. I, I so agree with that that. that. that that that's sort of there too. But but you know the argument that I would make to that, and and it changes, right? I mean, it's not always the case. Fresno State would like a word. Coastal Carolina would like a word. I, I, I get it. But generally speaking, mm-hmm. you know what you got to do to win a national title. You, you got to knock on the door a bunch. You, you got to get yeah. there a bunch. And State, well, that's what State did. Got there a bunch, and then they finally won it. Ole Miss hasn't gotten there a bunch. So it is the second time in seven postseasons. It's the third time since 1977. I haven't gotten there a bunch. By the way, the one time they did get there, they finished third. But two and two. We'll see. More coming up with you. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Thanks for being with us. We'll be right back.
the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland. They're on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates, call 601-605-4443. Looking good so far this afternoon. Some minor slowdowns on 468 at Caterpillar Drive, as well as Lakeland at Treetops. Otherwise, things looking pretty smooth. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. Listen up. Ag Up Equipment can help you prep your land to bag your buck. With the Predator Tractor Package, you can prep your land with a new John Deere 3025E, plus a loader, rotary cutter, disc, and trailer for only $355 per month with 0% financing. Give yourself the advantage and prep for that trophy with help from Ag Up Equipment. Visit us in store or online at agup.com. Offer in 731-2022. Payment based on 20% down. Some exclusions apply. See dealer for details. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. Family. What does family mean to you? At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, we value family. As a father-daughter team, Drs. Michael Carter and Catherine Carter Sledge are committed to helping you achieve your most beautiful smile. Go to cartersledgedental.com to meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Come be a part of our family. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. What do you really know about Michael Cassidy? He just came to Mississippi from Maryland and only registered to vote here last year. As a Navy Reserve pilot, Cassidy was grounded and put under an investigation. Mississippi doesn't need a carpetbagger. We need a conservative, a conservative like Michael Guest. I'm Michael Guest, and I approve this message because you deserve to know the truth. I have a proven conservative record fighting for you and our Mississippi values. I ask for your vote in the June 28th runoff election. Paid for by friends of Michael Guest. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. Keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Super Talk Mississippi News. Your news all the time. On air and online. Super Talk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm. Tune in to Middays with Gerard Gibbert each weekday, live from the Element Wealth Studios. Is retirement on your mind? Do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com to find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. This is Mississippi State Bulldog Jake Mangum. Family is everything. On the field, at home, everywhere. When I step up to the plate, it means the world that my family is behind me every swing. That's why I love my Farm Bureau family. They've got my back no matter what. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. 
Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Here we go. Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's more. Super Talk Mississippi. So Steve sends us a message, um, says that Ole Miss was still too apprehensive to go to the bullpen. And I said, when exactly should they have gone to the bullpen that they didn't? And he says, after the hit-by-pitch in the top of the eighth, maybe after the deep fly ball to McCants, he waited until two runners got on and put the reliever in a box. Had Hunter Elliott not earned just a little bit of benefit of the doubt? He was still under 100 pitches. Velocity was where it had been for the entire game. And this, the what should have, or what could have been the second out, which got the second man on, if you remember, uh, Chatnier was caught leaning to his left some. And the ball was hit slowly right to the spot where he was off the jump. He, he got a bad jump at it. it. It would have been, had he not... Like, his first step was away from the ball, basically, on replay. Had he not done that, he probably makes that play there. And there's two out with one on, and you let him finish the eighth. It was fascinating to me. I'm curious what you guys thought about this, because where I was sitting, it was actually around some of the the players' parents, and I asked one of the dads, I was like, well, if Mallets gets two outs and gets out of the jam here, do you go back to Mallets in the ninth inning, or do you go to Brandon Johnson? And we're like, I don't know. Josh Mallets came in in the eighth inning with one out, with two runners on, and he threw 12 straight sliders. Did not throw a fastball. He shook one time. I think there was a fastball that was called from the dugout, and he shook it. <laughs> and then he came back in the ninth inning and got three uneventful outs. I mean, forgive me for just a touch of nostalgia. I thought it was really cool that the final out of the Super Regional to send Ole Miss to the to the College World Series was to Tim Elko. A pot fly where Tim Elko gets to camp underneath it and squeeze that for the final out of the game. thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, and don't forget, it was his hit in the Regional against Miami. Mm-hmm. Let's pretend he strikes out there. There was two outs when he hit that two-run double that won the game. I mean, who knows if we're even talking about them here today. Coming out of the losers losers bracket there would have been a different story had he not done that, on top of everything else that comes with Tim Elko. And, and speaking of clutch, uh, one more thing on on the Southern Miss side of things. You mentioned Mallets coming in, bases loaded, getting a pop-out. Twice this weekend, Southern Miss had opportunities. The would-have-been grand slam that ended in strikeout, there was one in a three-run game. And then yesterday, bases loaded, you're down 4 nothing, but man, one double down the line or in the gap changes the dynamic of that game as well and just could not get the timely hit this weekend. They had two chances, really. They didn't give themselves many. They had seven hits all weekend. But when they had the opportunities, they didn't capitalize. When Ole Miss had the opportunities, they got a rare walk or a base hit here or there, they took advantage. They capitalized on the few base runners that they had. Southern Miss could not do the same thing. That was your difference. 
and like I said at the beginning of the show when you asked me, Ole Miss played great, but man, did Southern play bad. They played they played really bad in the worst possible time, and they looked completely outmatched. They 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 looked like every SEC versus Conference USA stereotype anybody's ever mentioned. It looked it was not it was not a memorable performance for the Golden Eagles, or if it was for the wrong reasons. Yeah, the the only thing that I would push back on on that, I thought they look. I thought their starting pitching was really good. I mean, Waldrop, it was good. Waldrop struck out twelve. Tanner Hall competed and kept them in it. Uh, the the area where I thought they were overmatched, I mean, it was just at the plate. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking back to the run when he got so locked in a year ago. Didn't Will Bednar make some teams that were really good baseball teams look bad? We know Landon Sims did. Texas. I mean, he he made them look bad. Vanderbilt there in the in the final game for sure. Notre Dame. I just I, I don't think it's. I mean, I, I agree that that probably Scott Barry and the Southern Miss coaches would, would say to you after a little time to reflect. You know, we didn't play great. But Scott kind of alluded to this yesterday. He's like, yeah, we had problems. He's like, but the reason we had problems was because of their pitchers. And it was really interesting kind of hearing him go into greater detail about Hunter Elliott. He was asking, you know, what was it about Elliott that, that kind of – he's like, man, he's like he changed speeds and he located where he wanted to. And it was up and down and up and down and up and down and up and down. And he said, we never got into any kind of a rhythm at the plate. And he said, look, he said – he pitched, and he said, I mean that as a compliment. He was not a power arm that was 96 to 98 like you see with some guys. Probably a reminder that you don't have to be that to get outs in college baseball. Well, I was going to ask, does that remind you of anybody wore red and blue recently? Same, same jersey number, same haircut. <laughs> Mm. Throwing from the same side of the plate. Yeah, that that yeah. breaking pitch he was throwing to lefties uh, was unhittable. Started at their hip, and, and he was getting the inside corner. Blue was not giving him outside, but he was giving him inside. Yeah. All right, we'll roll into the 4 o'clock hour. We'll start with winners and losers, then we'll visit with Mark Etheridge from D1 Baseball. Mike Bianco will join us today at 520. Sports Talk Mississippi, one hour in the books with you on this Monday. Cracking down on illegal guns. The Justice Department and the U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland with a warning for illegal gun traffickers. If you put illegal guns on our streets or into the hands of violent offenders, The Justice Department will spare no resource to hold you accountable. Today's briefing included an announcement of an indictment claiming the defendant purchased 92 firearms, mostly handguns. Those guns were covered across Texas, in Baltimore, and in Canada. Majority Leader Chuck Schumer saying the tentative deal is not all they wanted, but it would be the most significant deal on guns in decades. And plans regarding January 6th. To hold uh, all perpetrators who are criminally responsible for January 6th accountable. Attorney General Garland. And Mick Jagger tests positive for COVID-19, forcing the Rolling Stones to pause their European tour. America's listening to Fox News. 
At Mississippi Aquarium, there are new discoveries around every corner. From friendly staff to awe-inspiring experiences. Dive deep into the aquatic wonders as you discover life above and below the ocean surface. Immerse yourself in wonderment and ignite your curiosity through the beauty of our ever-changing wildlife. So join us on the adventure into the brown, blue, and beyond at Mississippi Aquarium. Hi, I'm David Frederick, owner of Frederick Sales and Service in Brandon. For more than 27 years, we've been selling and servicing Exmark mowers here in central Mississippi. Whether you have a city lot, a country estate, or a large institutional property, Exmark has a mower to fit your needs. I invite you to come by and check out all of what Exmark and Frederick's has to offer. With special financing available, we have mowers in stock and ready for you. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving you since 1993. It's Lisa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Inflation is soaring at its fastest pace in four decades, up to 8.6 as of Friday. Senator Daniel Sparks is concerned. And the tool the federal government uses to try to turn that down is raising interest rates. So you've got a two-edged sword. My goods are going up in cost, and then it's costing me more to access capital, maybe to the point that as a business I don't expand or as an individual I don't buy that home. He says there's not much the state can do about record gas prices, but the feds could open up domestic production. The discussions in the 70s when we were going through this was that we didn't have enough fuel. We didn't have enough oil in the ground. Now we know that's completely not true. An 80-year-old Jackson woman who fell asleep behind the wheel on Sunday is okay after her car overturned going southbound on Highway 3. According to the Mississippi Highway Patrol, Lydia Pitts received non-life-threatening injuries and was transported to Merritt Health River Region in Vicksburg. The crash remains under investigation. You're familiar with propane grills and how they can turn any night into a cookout with ease, but with outdoor propane fire pits, lighting, kitchens, pool, spa, and patio heaters, and other amenities, you can transform the rest of your yard into the envy of the neighborhood. Propane is a cleaner, more efficient fuel for outdoor activities while giving an instant on-off convenience and precision temperature control. Propane can do that. For more information, visit mspropane.com. From Memorial Day to Labor Day, the Mississippi Lottery is about to make summer fun again. There's lots to win from Rectech pellet grills and very cool coolers to watercraft and other hot prizes. You don't have to purchase a thing, but you have to be 21 or older. Go to mslotteryhome.com to sign up to be a lottery insider and receive emails with instructions on how to enter the 2022 Summer of Fun promotion. Have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. MGM Resorts is selling the Gold Strike Casino in Tunica to Cherokee National Entertainment and Gaming Holdings for $450 million. MGM CEO Bill Hornbuckle believes the property has a bright future, but he wants to narrow their focus to a single resort, the Beau Rivage property in Biloxi. Jay McDaniel, the executive director of the Mississippi Gaming Commission, tells us these tribal gaming companies have gotten good at what they do and they're looking to branch out. You're seeing a lot of these tribes move off of tribal land, and when they do, yes, they fall under the commercial aspect, which in Mississippi, they will be treated just like MGM was. We will license them. We will be able to investigate, uh, get tax revenue. So they will come in just like MGM was operating. They will move in and operate the same way. The transaction is expected to close in the first half of 2023, subject to regulatory approvals and other customary closing conditions. For all things sports, news, politics, and more in the Magnolia State, find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Caleb Sailors. 
Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. This is Jake Mangum for Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. One of the most underrated attributes in baseball is determination. It's one thing to want to do something and another altogether to get it done. That's why I love the team at Farm Bureau. They get the job done every single time. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Let the broadcasting of the disturbed continue. Sports Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. We're coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort is the home of the sportsbook at Timeout Lounge. You can find them online at pearlriverresort.com. But don't stop there. Visit the sportsbook at Timeout Lounge today. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad. It's going to be different. You're not going to hear, all I do is win, 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 no matter what. Having some computer issues, some technical issues. Michael Borky is sorting those things yep. out. Are we ready? Uh, no. no, we I, got winners. We're still having issues. We so. got right. losers. Yeah, there you go. There's your intro. So it is time on this Monday for winners and losers. You know how it works. What did you like from the weekend? What did you not like from the weekend? We have got plenty, plenty to get to with uh, with you today. Hey, Dad, why don't you lead us off with a winner? You're going to be surprised, maybe. It's an Ole Miss Rebel. Maybe not the ones you're thinking of, though. It's A.J. Brown. A.J. was in Starkville this, uh, this past weekend for uh, his hometown, okay. uh, putting on his 7-on-7 football camp. Uh, evidently, some of his uh, some Starkville high football players had reached out to him and said, hey, can you do something for us? Can you... You know, maybe make like a small donation. AJ sent him a check for twenty five thousand dollars this weekend to Starville High Football. I, I don't think awesome. people, un, I don't think that people understand. You know, and I'm not a Starville High fan. Didn't go to high school there. You know, my, my kids don't play sports. So, you know, the average Mississippi State fan, no love for AJ Brown. Right? Played at Ole Miss. Whatever you want to say. In Starkville, that guy is still a legend. People here in this town love A.J. Brown, and it's for doing something. Anytime somebody is giving back to their community, I'm all for that. So congrats and kudos to A.J. for that one. That is very, very cool. Michael Borky, give me a winner. I mean, it's clear and obvious, right? It's Hunter Elliott. Uh, I questioned out loud Saturday if the freshman would be ready. I didn't question his ability to do it. I just wondered stakes. I mean, he's never pitched in a situation like this one before. 
to send his team to Omaha. What was it, 11th start of his college career? He goes out there with a field temperature of 130 degrees, wearing long sleeves because of course. 150. 150, whatever it was, and was absolutely dominant and efficiently dominant as well. And at no point did he look anything other than completely comfortable and in control. For a guy with his age and experience, remember, he didn't get the February and March of pitching against Charleston Southern and VCU to like figure out how to be a starter at the college level. He didn't get that. He got thrown into the fire in the middle of the season when his team needed some kind of spark, right? And all he did was respond. Oh, was it 69 strikes and under 100 pitches? Really nice outing for him. But he was dominant. Absolutely dominant for a freshman in a send-your team to Omaha moment and was completely and totally in control the entire time. There are a lot of things from Ole Miss baseball that you could go to, and and we can do that later. But I'm going to back away from that. Rivalries are important, right? It's part of why this show works. Because you've got... Ole Miss and Mississippi State in the same state. You got Southern Miss. You just saw Southern Miss and Ole Miss in a super regional this weekend. And so we, you know, fan bases get after each other. You know, you have some crazies that take it too far. But we lose sight of the fact that, by and large, the participants in the contest, football maybe notwithstanding, but that's even less than it was, there's kind of a mutual respect. Scott Berry's a huge winner. This is not new news, but the way he handled yesterday's post game with what he said about his message to Mike Bianco, if it couldn't be us, I'm glad it's you, go win it all, what he said. And then today, the guy that Brian Haydad argues is the greatest baseball player in Mississippi State history because of what he accomplished when the stakes were the highest, tweeted this, Tanner Allen. If I had a son, I'd want his role model to be Tim Elko, and he tagged Tim Elko in it. I respect the way you and the rest of your team has handled the critics all year long and still found your way to Omaha. Best of luck. And Tim Elko responded, that means the world. Thanks, T.A. That's pretty big stuff from both of those guys. Tanner Allen on the winner's list. Same thing for Scott Berry. How about another round of winners? Let's do one more round of winners because we've got some losers that go in there also today. I got another feel good. Okay. Maybe not sports, but it's sports from it's still real to me. John Cena. I don't know if you heard this story, but it's, it's still absolutely real incredible. To me. <laughs> uh Ukrainian teenager, nonverbal Down syndrome, obviously in the worst possible situation. His family, they've got to evacuate they got to get out. He doesn't want to leave. He doesn't understand what's going on. So his family tells him, son, we're going to meet John Cena, who is his hero. So he packs his stuff and he goes. A couple days later, Cena gets word of this story and flies to Europe to meet the kid. Wow. I thought that's just incredible. You know, Cena, if you know him, he's fulfilled, I think, almost 700 Make-A-Wish requests by far and away the most of anybody ever. Uh, really, really good guy. But to just pack up and, like, I'm going to go meet this kid whose parents told him a lie just to get him to leave a war zone, there's something – I mean, that's just cool. That's just cool. So John Cena, guy I used to criticize a lot because not a great wrestler, but a, a great, great, great human being. 
Can I go to a troll for a winner? Yes. Yeah, go ahead, man. May I go to the master troll for a winner? Um, Yeah, by all means. Lane Kiffin quote tweets a uh, a story from (laughs) KnoxNews.com. He killed that guy. He um the the story headline was mustard bottle thrown on field after Tennessee baseball's Drew Gilbert ejected. And he does what he does, right? He like just retweets the headline of the story, but as a quote tweet, mustard bottle thrown on field after Tennessee's Drew Gilbert ejected with the scratching your chin emoji, the mm emoji. He says, Vol football, where's the golf ball? And he tags Vol Sports in it. To which Forrest Osborne Responds, poor little Lane, still wishing he was a Vol. Speaking of, how is your son, Knox? Lane responds, awesome. Thanks for asking. We're watching Ole Miss baseball advance to the College World Series. What are you guys doing today in Knoxville? Ah, Makes it so hard not to not like him. I mean, that's just murder. Hey, that's legal is, murder. This is Haydad's greatest quandary in life. I want to hate the Ole Miss football coach. I can't hate you, Lane Kiffin. That, that's what goes it on in Brian Haydad's head. Every day. Every day. One more winner for me, Borky. We'll get one more for you. We'll hit some losers. We may even have to come back to this. We'll have to come back to it. Uh, oh, we're coming back. Mike Bianco. I mean, dude's a winner. It was dead. It was dead this year. Right up until the point that it wasn't dead. He stayed steady. He stayed even. I heard Chase Parham talk about this yesterday. Chase said that the way he got on his team after that game against Southeast Missouri State, you remember how we talked about that? I got a phone call from somebody who is not always prone to reaction that said, make the decision right now. That was the weekend before the Mississippi State Series. They lost 13-3 to on a Tuesday night to Southeast Missouri State. And it felt like it was over. And he got after his team big time that night, really challenged them. But after that, he was even. Relaxed, loose, his team fed off of that. He allowed the leaders on his team to lead. He kind of sat back and just made the coaching decisions. And now he gets to sit back with a smile on his face as his team goes to Omaha. Saying all the right things, taking the high road, just coaching his baseball team and being a dad and being a husband and being a guy. And, and he made a comparison. He's like, the coach is not me. Like, that is my job, but the coach of Ole Miss baseball is not the same as Mike Bianco, the husband, Mike Bianco, the father, Mike Bianco, the friend. That's that's two different people. And he's talking about social media and kind of staying off of it and avoiding criticism and all those things. But uh, Mike Bianco, big old winner on this Monday, and he'll join us an hour from right now. Mark, you want to squeeze in one more winner before the break? Yeah, real quick. I know it's been a weird week in golf with the live and all that, and people are being critical of the PGA Tour for not doing enough to stop it. And those those criticisms are valid, I suppose. But uh, for them to end their week with 
Tony Finau, Justin Thomas, and Rory McIlroy in the final group with those guys going at it at the Canadian Open was a good finish to the week. Rolling into the U.S. Open that uh, begins this Thursday in uh, in Massachusetts. All right. We'll go to the Farm Bureau phone line when we come back. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Mike, uh, Mark Etheridge from D1 Baseball on the other side of this timeout. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Look for delays on Highway 80 westbound at Airport Road. Elsewhere, things looking pretty good so far this afternoon. No real problems to speak of. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, voted best credit union by Mississippi Business Journal. Go see them today for your auto and home loan needs, as well as free checking and fast, easy mobile banking at River Trust Federal Credit Union. Want everything on your used car buying checklist? Then check out Ford Blue Advantage. How about a gold certified 172 point inspection? Check. A comprehensive limited warranty backed by Ford? Check. A Carfax report and a 14 day thousand mile money back guarantee? Check and check. Ford Blue Advantage. Used car buying that's built for you. See your participating Ford dealer for limited warranty details and important rules on the money back guarantee program. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, just south of Germantown High, Calloway's has an outstanding selection of your favorite trees, shrubs, color plants, bagged and bulk soils, everything for your outdoor living. Calloway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Calloway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Calloway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for indoors and outdoors? Bring your truck or trailer. Calloway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Calloway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Visit Calloway's in Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Calories is, Calories is, everything for home and garden, that's what is. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. It's big. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams with live reports from the games and practices on Super Talk Mississippi. 
My mom sends me a message and says that um, winners and losers is her favorite segment. Mom listening on a Monday. Thanks, Mom. Sports Talk Mississippi with you all across the state of Mississippi and beyond. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad. Time to go to the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team Mississippi Farm Bureau. Mark Etheridge from D1 Baseball joins us fresh off a weekend in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. He was there for the Hattiesburg Super Regional, Ole Miss and Southern Miss. And uh, Mark, what a weekend for uh, for Ole Miss baseball. They go in, they shut out Southern Miss over the course of uh, of two games and really dominated. What what was your takeaway this weekend? Have we got Mark? Yeah. There we go. Mark, I'm just curious, I uh, appreciate you spending a few minutes with us. Mark Etheridge from D1 Baseball. What was your takeaway from a, a dominant performance this weekend for Ole Miss and Hattiesburg? Yeah. Well, I think the first thing is Ole Miss played about as well as they could play. I mean, you could nitpick, but go, uh, you know, two shutouts, uh, offense played well. It was just, um, you know, in that environment as well. I mean, it was, it was packed. Um, not an easy place to play. That was, you know, there, there's not a lot of holes in, in the performance. So that would be the first thing. I think the other is that we, we knew the lineup was strong. We knew Ole Miss could hit the ball. We, we knew they were, they were, you know, they could put up crooked numbers. What we didn't know was, you know, if, how the starting pitching would perform. And oh my goodness. I mean, they had two incredible performances this weekend. And if they can get that, then, uh, you know, it's a high ceiling club at that point. Yeah, and, and that's fascinating. I feel like largely right now Ole Miss fans and the conversation is about what just happened, and and not everybody has really turned the page. But since you kind of opened the door there, I mean, let, let's turn the page to the, the next chapter in this story, which is the College World Series in Omaha. They're on the side of the bracket with um, the winner of Auburn, Oregon State in Game 1. And then you got yeah. Arkansas and either Stanford or UConn. That game happening right now. UConn with an early lead. When you kind of have to handicap that side of the bracket, where do you start? You know, I mean, the whole the whole thing has changed after Tennessee's loss. <laughs> I mean, we went in thinking it's Tennessee, and then everyone else, and maybe somebody gets lucky. Now, I mean, who's the favorite? I mean, I, I really don't know. I mean. Texas is going to get some love, I think. Um, Texas A&M, you know, perhaps, you know, if Stanford or Oregon State, they would be the, the highest seeds left. But, uh, I mean, honestly, they haven't played so well that, that they should be the favorite. I really think it's wide open. Now, I've re- obviously, Ole Miss played great this weekend. The question is, can, can they, is this, is this Ole Miss now? Well, what we've seen the last two weeks, is this who they are? Or was this, you know, favorable matchups and and things that went their way and and they're they're going to regress, right, or return to normal or whatever you want to call it? And I think that's the question um, because if they play like they have the last couple of weeks, they can beat anybody. Yeah. And and that that's the that's the intriguing part about this because you know the other seven teams that are that are going to be there are probably feeling pretty good about themselves too. So it's it's going to be a really cool deal because you know we all thought it was Tennessee and everyone else was just going to you know try to pull the upset. Well, the upset's already happened. 
It was interesting to me that Scott Barry went there in his postgame press conference yesterday when he was asked or, or made reference to, you know, Ole Miss mm-hmm. having as good a shot as any to win the national championship, and he was like, well, now that Tennessee's out, it feels like everybody's going to go in feeling like they've got a chance. I mean, it's not like just yeah. people that cover the game were saying that. People that were in the game were saying the exact same thing because of this historically dominant roster. Yeah, and the, the thing about Tennessee is we've had teams that had really strong lineups, which Tennessee obviously had. We've had teams that had really good pitching staffs, which Tennessee obviously had. But we didn't really have one team that had it, that had both. They were the best in both categories, and they played good defense, and they had veteran players. They, they kind of had everything, you know, except maybe maturity. And I think that, that that might have might have been a problem this weekend. Um, and you know, Notre Dame was an older team. They had what nine or ten guys who were graduates. Yeah, and that was kind of their their kryptonite. They they ran into a team that was just you know older and had had been through it, had been to Starkville the year before, and and I think because of that, that was just you know it was just a bad matchup for the Vols. Mark, I'm I'm going to lean on your uh, your, your college baseball. Not, but if if you're not exactly sure who Mark Etheridge is, he's at D1 Baseball now, and he focuses primarily his coverage on the Southeast. But before there was a D1 Baseball, if you were a mm-hmm. uh, to borrow an Eric Sorensen term, if you were a stitchhead, you knew about this website called sebaseball.com. It was the only message board that was out there for college baseball fans, and that was Mark's baby. That's where it all started, and I, I think a lot of the the growth of college baseball in the southeastern part of the country um, kind of goes back to that. And, and we're talking like late '90s, early 2000s when uh, when that was a thing. So Mark's been doing this for a while. So I'm going to kind of lean on your historical database inside your head mm-hmm. here. We're looking at most four top 16s making it to Omaha, and possibly only three, depending on the outcomes of these two games today. Is that abnormal? It feels abnormal, yeah. but I don't know if it actually is. Yeah, it is. I mean, it, it definitely is. Usually you, you're going to have a mixture. You're never going to get all eight top seeds, but you're going to get five, you know, sometimes four. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I guess, you know, depending on Oregon State and Stanford, we still could, but uh, it's it, it has been a little bit more balanced this year, and I think part of that is is the extra COVID year. You've got teams that are older who maybe aren't as talented, so they're not the you know the, they're not full of draft guys, so that maybe they're not ranked as high, but they're they're still very skilled, and and they have that experience to lean on. And I think because of that, you've seen some older, experienced teams that kind of figured it out. Um, being able to have success in a small sample size. You're not talking about a big season. You're talking about a small tournament against teams that may have more talent, certainly more professional talent. And and it just kind of evens it. I'm going to go back to Ole Miss for a second. Hunter Elliott and, mm-hmm. and what you saw from him yesterday. He, he's gotten himself into trouble early in games with, with traffic on the bases, walks, hit batters, pitch count getting elevated early. He was sitting on 54 pitches through five innings. His final line is seven and a third with ten strikeouts and no walks and three hits allowed, and two of those come in the, the last inning. That what, what what's the what's the ceiling there? What what's the upside for Hunter Elliott, the freshman at Ole Miss? 
Yeah, the thing that struck me, Richard, about him the other day or yesterday is that if he got two strikes on you, he put you away. It wasn't necessarily a strikeout, although you know he had, he had quite a few. But he made the pitches. He didn't nibble. He came right after you. And uh, so the Miss, you know, they had some older guys that know how to fight off pitches, and and he, it didn't matter, right? He was able to do that, and that's the thing. The stuff is there. I mean, it's not you know it's not uh, first round draft pick stuff, or he, or he's not here to begin with, but. I do think that his pitchability and his his movement on the ball was more than I expected, right? And I don't know. I didn't see him a lot early in the year. But these last few weeks, he's been a different guy. And, and I don't, you know, it's like we're saying, is this is this what we're going to see in Omaha? Because if we do, oh, my goodness, Ole Miss has got two starters that will stack up with anybody. Well, he's got one thing you can't teach, right? So, so not first round draft pick stuff right now, and wasn't coming out of high school, but he, he he's coming at you from that left side, and yeah. and so who knows? Maybe he elevates to that point in the way that you know Doug McKenzie climbed draft ladders. And he's still a young kid, and I think that the the thing that impressed me, you know, you were in the press conference. He just seems like he's having fun out there. <laughs> Nothing seems to phase him. You know, it's it's like he's at, you know asking. You know, answering difficult questions, and he's like, "Oh, hum, this is—I do this all the time, guys. This is no big deal to me." And yeah. to be nineteen, I guess, is what he is, and have that kind mm-hmm. of maturity. Um, he was very impressive, and that—that that to me was probably the biggest takeaway because uh, Delusia's been good, you know, more of the year, right? And he's been the kind of guy that Ole Miss has leaned on. But if 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 they've got two of those cats now. Um, that's that's different because you know how it is with the format. Once you get to Omaha, if you stay in the winners bracket, you really only need two starters until the championship series. Yeah. So you you can you, you can kind of stretch that out, and you know I don't know what they would have done in Game Three. I know that's kind of been you know a, a challenge at times, but if you don't have to use that third guy for a while, then <laughs> you know you, Ole Miss has got to got to like their chances. Mark, really appreciate your time this afternoon. Good catching up, and hopefully we can uh, can do it again soon. Yeah, anytime. Sounds Enjoy great. Enjoy the games. Thanks, man. Mark Etheridge from D1Baseball.com joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line and on Super Talk TV. We'll take a timeout. We're back with you right after this. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny conditions and hot, high near 96. Tonight, mostly clear skies, low around 75. Your Tuesday, sunny conditions, high near 96. Tuesday evening, mostly clear, low around 75. And a look to Wednesday, sunny conditions and hot, high all the way up to 97. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. Here's Flint from Coleman Taylor Transmissions. So something that we've done over the last few years, we went up to a base warranty of a two-year 24,000. 
So no matter what, you're going to get a base warranty of a two-year 24000 We feel that's a little higher than the industry standard. And if you have a failure, I'm the one you talk to. You don't call a 1-800 number. You call me, and I deal with it. Remember, free towing on major repairs. Call Coleman Taylor Transmissions today at 601-355-8526 or go to ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Hey, this is Will with Service Specialists. Are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, Service Specialists has been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. We have candidates for all your administrative, professional, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Check us out online at servicespecialistltd.com. That's servicespecialistltd.com. Service Specialists, your expert recruiters helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967 with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Did you know that the average diamond changes hands five times before it ever reaches a jewelry store? And every time, the price goes up. That's nuts. And that's why the world's finest diamond cutters come directly to Juniker Jewelry. There's no one else between you and your diamond. I'm John. And I'm Rachel Ravenstein, because we are Mississippi's direct diamond importer with 10 times the diamonds of average jewelry stores. From cushion cuts to princess cuts, ovals, marquee, and classic round brilliance, they are all here at Juniker Jewelry. You can't buy a better quality diamond at a lower price anywhere in Mississippi. That's the Juniker Diamond Guarantee. We even have interest-free financing for qualified buyers. So guys, you can do this. Juniker Jewelry, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. What's nuts would be to shop anywhere else. Juniker Jewelry, 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. It's Lisa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Inflation is soaring at its fastest pace in four decades. Up to 8.6 as of Friday. Senator Daniel Sparks is concerned. And the tool the federal government uses to try to turn that down is raising interest rates. So you've got a two-edged sword. My goods are going up in cost, and then it's costing me more to access capital, maybe to the point that as a business I don't expand or as an individual I don't buy that home. He says there's not much the state can do about record gas prices, but the feds could open up domestic production. The discussions in the 70s when we were going through this was that we didn't have enough fuel. We didn't have enough oil in the ground. Now we know that's completely not true. An 80-year-old Jackson woman who fell asleep behind the wheel on Sunday is okay after her car overturned going southbound on Highway 3. According to the Mississippi Highway Patrol, Lydia Pitts received non-life-threatening injuries and was transported to Merritt Health River Region in Vicksburg. The crash remains under investigation. Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. Hey y'all, I'm Steve Azar inviting you to escape to Pearl River Resort where the fun is going non-stop. 
go off the deep end at the South's most exciting water park, Geyser Falls. After the thrills, test your skills at the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. There's dining delight and love at first sight. And it's always no work and all play at Silver Star and Golden Moon Casinos. So come on, leave it all behind, and head to Pearl River Resort. He doesn't accept the narrative. He questions it. We're just getting to the bottom of this. Gallo, every single morning from 6 to 9. Super Talk Mississippi. No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time. On air and online at supertalk.fm. Come on. Super Talk Mississippi. Check this out. Are you ready? Yeah. Sports Talk Mississippi. with Mark Etheridge from D1 Baseball. I think that's the first time Mark's been on the show with us. We're going to make sure that Mark's part of our rotation of baseball guests going forward. Definitely an OG. He is an OG. OG of of baseball knowledge. Do you remember remember that website? SEBaseball.com? SEBaseball, yeah. That's all you had back in the day. I mean... Early early 2000s was was the heyday of that website? I mean, if you were looking to get regional scores from outside of the regional your team was playing in, you didn't really have anywhere else to go Mm-mm. but SC Baseball. They had a message board, too. Like, if you them. wanted to, like, talk yeah. baseball, uh, like, outside yeah. of your own fan base, that was the that was the place mm-hmm. to do it. They are mm-hmm. now in the top of the fourth inning in Palo Alto. I think that's actually called Stanford, California now, but Palo Alto is always, always known it. Um, whatever. Three to two, UConn leading. All of the scoring in the first inning of that ball game. I think both teams made pitching changes in the first inning. UConn three, Stanford two, top of the fourth. Stanford, excuse me, Stanford is the home team. Game one of that series, by the way, was wild. 13, 13 to twelve, UConn led nine to nothing before um, Stanford came back and made it close, and UConn just kind of held on for dear life, and then. Stanford pretty easily yesterday. We are going to get to some of your winners and losers on the ceasefire text line because you've sent a bunch of them in. But we also would like to get to our losers because it may be a bit of an entertaining lot today. Wish that I was on a rocky top down in the Tennessee hills. Ain't no smoggy smoke on rocky top. wish you had gotten the, from the National Fraternity House. Where it ends, and they're all dancing in the front yard, and everybody just gets still, and then some guy that? goes, play it again! <laughs> wow. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Wow. Rocky Top, Tennessee. You know what they the number one team in college baseball that doesn't get out of their own super regional? Losers, Losers is what you call those people. 
<laughs> you, do you know how hard it is to get everybody in the country to cheer for Notre Dame? Do you know how difficult that is? That's one of the most despised teams in the world. We always talk about, you know, how divided this country is. Not, not yesterday. Outside of a couple of area codes in East Tennessee, the whole country was pulling for Notre Dame, and, pulling and the here, rope in one direction. So that game ended about 15 minutes before game two started in Hattiesburg. And being in the stadium as it was still filling up, you heard off to my right, Woo! They turned two! And then a pocket off to my left, a cheer comes. Because, like, everybody's on a little bit different time on their stream. But there were, like, half a dozen different pockets of cheers. And then the entire stadium kind of, like, went abuzz as everybody learned at the same time <laughs> that Tennessee was done. But you're right. The ding dong, the witch is dead. I'm still going to say that college baseball having a bad guy was good for college baseball. But mm-hmm. a lot of times the bad guy has a lot of people that cheer for him beyond just his own fans, unless he's so bad time. that nobody's on board with it. He was right. so bad. The bad guy this time was so bad that... Everybody was united in their joy yeah. of Tennessee losing. Like like the Miami Hurricanes, they had fans outside of Miami. And, and like UNLV, when they were dominant. The Baltimore Ravens in their defense. People yeah. loved watching. The Raiders. Yeah. The Raiders. Raider fans everywhere. That team, nobody, nobody liked them. Nobody liked them. I saw a great stat. Tennessee had more players ejected and coaches ejected this year than the rest of the SEC combined. That is an unbelievable statistic. It, it, but it's true. Kudos to that umpire, by the way, because Tennessee got away with a lot this season that they should not have gotten away with. And yes, it's a super regional. And I hear the argument from some people that in that moment you shouldn't toss a guy. But when a player looks at strike one, by the way, he didn't strike out. When he looks at strike one, and maybe it's a little low, and it was a ball, kid was right, but he turns around and to the umpire's face calls him F-word horrible, F-word terrible to his face. I don't care where it is, what game it is. That's unacceptable, and he should be kicked out of a game for that. There are so many ways that you can disagree with an umpire that keeps you in the game. His face. And his face, the shock on his face when he got kicked out of the game. It's hilarious. What does that mean? He went. went. The kid from, like, Britain's Got Talent or whatever. You know know what I'm talking about, right? Like, Like, he couldn't believe it. But the oh worst, though, the wor- even Tony Vitello after the game said he he shouldn't have done that. The the worst was you know it's bad when he's saying it. Tennessee yes, media they have created a culture yeah. that allows that to happen. They think that's acceptable. Allow me to say something here too. That Tennessee fans, you know, if you throw stuff on the field one time, 
Okay. Okay. But now it's twice, and it's a mustard bottle both times. You're trash. Just just embrace it. You're trash. Uh, by the way, is the SEC going to punish them for that? They but, should. But because the SEC the, is to blame here, too. The SEC has allowed these these antics to happen all season long, and they didn't suspend anybody beyond what they absolutely had to do. And now, yeah, you know, they remember, turn, it's like it's like a child. They just spoiled them. You remember Tennessee laid out the action plan for how it was going to address fan behavior and security concerns going forward. It was just focused on Neyland Stadium. Apparently, that was not like a cross-campus initiative. <laughs> they didn't get the uh, they didn't get the memo over at Lindsey Nelson. Yeah. It, uh, seriously, I, there are some things that they do that that somebody, <laughs> whether it's Danny White who I'm surprised, based on what people have said about Danny White to me in conversation, that he would let a program of his act like that. But somebody needs to put some things to bed. Like, even the, the daddy hat and the fur coat thing, it's absurd, right? But that's, that's fine. If that's what you want to be, that's fine. But you had a player round the bases with his middle finger in the air while the ball was in play. You had another player cuss out an umpire to his face after a season where those same players were yelling at fans and using those kind of words, yelling in opposing dugouts, that kind of stuff, that's not like bat flipping and things like that. That That is a step, right. five steps too far, and somebody needs to stop it, whether it's at Tennessee news, and if they man. don't, the league office. Because that, that there's no place for the way they act, some of the way they act, on a sports field. No place for it. Congrat! I got to give them some. You know, Danny White is, and I'll steal this from my cousin on Twitter. He is the perfect AD to get you a national title when you didn't actually win the national title. So, I Tennessee, congrats on your national title that's coming very soon. I can't wait to see the parade, mustard bottles and golf balls for everybody. So, so, so you're saying that that they might celebrate this the way UCF celebrated its non-national championship, national championship? Why not? Why not? Everybody loves the parade. Um, Tony Columbia says Notre Dame stopped it for this year. Breaking Tennessee will flip you off or say blank you at their fraternity for a dollar an insult to raise money for charity. What a great group of guys. So you can't bat flip and F-bomb your way to Omaha. That's on Tony V. Great coach, but needs to be dealt with. Bob and Summit says, I put all the blame on the head coach. Somebody said they're champions in life. Oh, shout out, Bush. <laughs> Five-star hearts. That's a, uh... We talked about this, though. We said Notre Dame, would, after being in Starville last year especially, was not going to be intimidated. They just weren't. Veteran team. Everybody was back except for Cavados, who I would have loved to have seen. Loved to have seen the Tennessee player talk smack to Cavados. They would have gotten hurt. And, and and they just weren't intimidated. They went in there, but they smacked him right in the mouth in game I one. Think Nico Cavadas would have handled it the way Notre Dame did. They celebrated well, with their team. Maybe so. About Tennessee. They weren't worried about it. Well, um, it works. On two separate occasions, a fan in the seats has had at his disposal an entire bottle of mustard that he brought to the stadium. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that can't be denied as a pattern. I would pay $1,000 to know that it was the same guy in both instances. If I could have that knowledge. We will wrap up the 4 o'clock hour with you after this. Sports Talk Mississippi. Tap, we'll always be home, sweet home,
Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. For the most part, looking fairly decent. Just some minor delays uh, westbound on Highway 80 at Airport Road. And on 220, look for delays northbound just past Watkins Drive. Elsewhere, things looking pretty good. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the metro area since 1946. Call Smith Brothers, 601-353-5217. When you need an oil change, go see Central Mississippi's oil change specialist at Car Care Clinic Chetlou. Their 28-point full-service oil change is more than an oil change. You get peace of mind with premium motor oil, preventive maintenance to change, inspect, check, fill, and clean essential components of your vehicle, and upon request, interior vacuuming. Just drive in, stay in your car, and the job is done in just a few minutes. Plus, Car Care Clinic is COVID compliant. Car Care Clinic offers a 10% discount for women every Wednesday, and military, seniors, and all first responders every Thursday. And they're your locally owned and operated AAA recommended repair shop in the Jackson Metro. An A-plus member of the Better Business Bureau with ASE certified mechanics. Car Care Clinic has been a trusted business for great service for over 45 years. Visit any of their convenient locations or go to cccjl.com com for savings. Car Care Clinic. We want to change your oil, not your schedule. Nobody cares like the Car Care Clinic for your This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. What do you really know about Michael Cassidy? He just came to Mississippi from Maryland and only registered to vote here last year. As a Navy Reserve pilot, Cassidy was grounded and put under an investigation. Investigation. Mississippi doesn't need a carpet beggar. We need a conservative, a conservative like Michael Guest. I'm Michael Guest, and I approve this message because you deserve to know the truth. I have a proven conservative record fighting for you and our Mississippi values. I ask for your vote in the June 28th runoff election. Paid for by friends of Michael Guest. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers every day at 5. Speaking of Ford, it's Ford Truck Month. Now is the time to get a great deal on the only trucks built Ford Tough. Work or play, get after it in a new Ford F-150 or Super Duty truck. Get behind the wheel in a new Ford Maverick pickup and get after any adventure with deals on Ford Ranger. Take advantage of our best offers on the full Ford lineup of Ford trucks. These deals won't last long. Get to Ford Truck Month at your local Mississippi Ford dealer. Losing power can be a major disturbance for homeowners. Taylor Power Systems offers a full line of Briggs & Stratton home standby generators in numerous sizes to keep your lights on during a power outage. Financing is now available. Call Taylor Power Systems today, 601-932-5674, to discuss a standby generator for your home. This is 
to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Come on. Are we going to do this? Back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Keep rolling. Three, two, one. Super Talk Mississippi. All right, some of your winners and losers on the ceasefire text line. Winner, Lane Kiffin, Twitter. Loser, Vol fans, and the crosshair of Lane Kiffin, Twitter. Okay. Don't tweet at Kiffin if you're going to try to troll him. Don't don't come at the king. You best not miss. Oh, my. I have not seen this. Somebody sent us a screenshot. Old Miss Baseball. It looks like this was a Facebook post that said one win away. This was following game one. And um, there was a comment from Michael Bianco Jr. that said fire him. Oy. Oh, bit of bit of trolling there. What's going on there? Good lord. Mm. What's up with you guys? Y'all y'all are some trolling fools this weekend. Some of the other um let's see here. There was just a theme in losers this week. Almost everybody went to the same loser. They all went to uh, Tennessee. Uh Jeff and Grenada had Southern Miss as a, a loser for not being able to score any runs. Oh, there was one. Um, Toby Barker is the mayor of Hattiesburg. He had a um. It's a. He had some pointed comments. He he he, he did. Um, was that a soliloquy? Was it a directive? Shit. Should we just read it? A soliloquy or a monologue? Yeah, read it. Hold on, I got to pull it up. Before you read it, I like to add a disclaimer that I didn't write any of this. It's going to sound like I wrote some of it, but I wrote none of it. Just want to make that clear from the beginning. This was uh, this was what Southern Miss fans and Hattiesburg folks woke up to on on Sunday morning. Call to action. Today is a new day. There's an opportunity and a necessity to move beyond yesterday's Southern Miss baseball game and reset. That was one of seven. There should now exist a different mood, one of survival, one of reckless abandon, one of never say die, back against wall, chip on the shoulder, nothing to lose determination. I have no doubt Coach Barry and our players will adjust. They'll be ready. The question is, will the Southern Miss crowd respond as well? Last weekend's regional energy was at a level unmatched by any I have ever heard at Pete Taylor Park. That needs to show up today. There's no need to be our most polite be, uh, on our most polite behavior because our older stepbrother is in town. There's no need to earn the approval of the state's elites to be here. We didn't sneak in the back door into a regional. We kicked the door down and earned an 11 national seed. Let's be us. Scrappy unapologetic, and gritty Southern Miss fans. Summon a resentment that comes with a century of being overlooked and almost closed a few times by the state's power brokers, most of whom came from the school up north. Find that same irreverent energy from last weekend. Lose your voice. Raise the eyebrows of our visitors. Create our own momentum. In short, live into our character and let's win. Hashtag SMTTT. That was typed after well, how many cups of coffee? Coffee? Mm. Early in the morning. 
That's never too early. It's five o'clock somewhere. You think uh, maybe that was typed late at night and like scheduled for possibly? Well, first off, I mean, they said some of the quiet parts out loud there. My goodness. Uh, what, you don't sort of expect that from the mayor of the town. That, that's something that, that reads like it would come from, you know, 69 Eagle 420. But regardless of that, <laughs> Bor- nice. Borky, Borky was so put off by it, he texted me. Well, because you replied on to Sunday? me. It, I didn't know if you Because I replied that. with a picture of the emperor. I was like, this is great. Let the hate flow through you. Come on. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I, I read it and I thought, Somebody said that was pinned what? by a candlelight with a feathered pin. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, it's a baseball game. <laughs> I Look, I know sports is my life. Like, it pays my bills. It, it, it's my life, but... It's just a baseball game. I also don't appreciate USM trying game. to assume the grinder lifestyle here. The Mississippi State is the grinded out gritty. You guys come up with your own thing. You're ripping us off here. It, it's, it reminds me of that scene in Superbad. I can't say most of the words, but calm down, Greg. It's soccer, okay? Calm down, Toby. It's a baseball <laughs> game, okay? <laughs> Uh, of the 50,000 people that live in Hattiesburg, they're not all Southern Miss fans, Mr. Mayor. Um, Welcome to my town, though. <laughs> great town, by the way. Hattiesburg's doing great things. Really oh, great things. Great like, place. Okay. I'm going to... I was intending to brag, but I'm going to brag just for a second. It's going to sound like that. I had the opportunity to play Hattiesburg, uh, Hattiesburg Country Club on Sunday morning. What a phenomenal golf course that is. I mean, it's it's an old school layout, towering pine trees, just a just a pleasure to play, had fun. Ate great while we were there. Eds. And uh also went to um Crescent City Grill on, on Saturday night after the game. It's just so much good. And then there was that, it was like, huh? In fact, we get a message from a, uh, I'm not going to call him by name, just a Hattiesburg resident who, who is named on here. And he says, uh, the mayor needs to realize that this town does not only consist of USM graduates and fans. Lots of people that do business here don't care for that. Thanks. We'll be back. Your home for all your sports. This is Powered by your tree professionals at I'm Ann Carrick, one step closer to bipartisan gun reform. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer today on the Senate floor. Yesterday's agreement does not have everything Democrats wanted, but it nevertheless represents the most significant reform to gun safety laws that we have seen in decades. Senator Schumer promising to bring the bill to the floor as soon as the text is finalized. Republicans saying inflation and rising prices needs to be addressed after massive spending. As President Biden heads to the Middle East, there's speculation if he will visit Saudi Arabia, given the high price of gas. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. Of course, we discuss energy with Saudi government as we do with oil producers around the world, and we welcome its leadership in achieving a consensus. Critics point out President Biden's criticism of Saudi Arabia following the death of Washington Post journalist Jamal Khashoggi. America's listening to Fox News. 
This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live Maine lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple of the fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Line Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now, featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors, offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Following the first All-Mississippi Super Regional in history, the Ole Miss Rebels are heading to Omaha after defeating Southern Miss by a score of 5-0 on Sunday. Golden Eagles head coach Scott Berry said after the game that if his team isn't the one going to Omaha, he's glad it's the Rebels. I told Mike after the game there, I said if it could have been us, I wanted it to be you. Um, I thank the world of him, have the utmost respect for how he runs his program and how his players act. So congratulations to them. You know, Mississippi's going to be represented. We knew that uh, going into this one way or the other. So certainly uh, we're, we're pulling for them to, to win the whole thing there. So. It'll be Ole Miss's sixth overall appearance in Omaha with the last time coming in 2014. Further information on the College World Series will be posted on supertalk.fm once it's released. You've been listening to Supertalk Mississippi News, and I'm J.T. Mitchell. From Memorial Day to Labor Day, the Mississippi Lottery is about to make summer fun again. There's lots to win from Rectech pellet grills and very cool coolers to watercraft and other hot prizes. You don't have to purchase a thing, but you have to be 21 or older. Go to mslotteryhome.com to sign up to be a lottery insider and receive emails with instructions on how to enter the 2022 Summer of Fun promotion. Have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. If you're not sure what that means for you, did you know we led the largest initiative to keep local governments from taking your private property through eminent domain? We are more than agriculture. We are what's best for all Mississippi. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, 100 years of faith, family, and farm bureau. Become a member today at msfb.org. The person suspected of injuring a child during a Biloxi hit-and-run on Monday morning is now in custody. Caleb Sailors has the details. The accident happened around 10 o'clock this morning right off the beach near Porter Avenue on Highway 90. The 9-year-old victim has since been transported to a nearby hospital after being treated by medics on the scene. The condition of the child is currently unknown with more details to come. And to not much of a surprise, gas prices continue to hit record highs with the current average per gallon cost in Mississippi standing at $4.52 for regular fuel. Senator Daniel Sparks, when we recently spoke to him, said that there's not too much the state can do regarding the record prices. However, he believes the federal government could always open up domestic production. The discussions in the 70s when we were going through this was that we didn't have enough fuel. We didn't have enough oil in the ground. Now we know that's completely not true. For everything Mississippi, find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm J.T. Mitchell. 
Join Mississippi's handyman, Buddy Slowick, every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation studio. Whether you're looking to learn a trade or expand your skills, contact MCEF today. Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh, toast. Nice. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Your news, your talk, your weather, and your sports. All in one place. Supertalk.fm. Every show, every podcast, and every late-breaking story. All in one place. Supertalk.fm. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Supertalk Mississippi. You're hearing Sports Talk Mississippi. What? What? This is so awesome. On Super Talk Mississippi. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Thank you for being with us on this Monday afternoon. Update from Super Regional Score. Stanford now leading 8-3 to over UConn. Stanford dropped a sixth spot on the Huskies in the bottom of the fourth inning. And uh, UConn now Grand batting slam. at the top of the fifth with a runner on first and nobody out. Say again? Grand Slam. Big one, oh. too. Ooh. Deep into the trees out there in Stanford. Deep into, into uh, Mirror Woods. Whatever it is, I don't. I don't know. I'll take into your word the, for it. Into the Redwoods. Uh, programming note: Mike Bianco, who was scheduled to join us at five twenty, is actually going to push back. That'll be at five thirty-seven. So, if you are looking for the interview with Ole Miss head baseball coach Mike Bianco, that will be half an hour from right now. We're glad to have you along. You want to be a part of the conversation. Join us, won't you, on the C Spire text line. Want to give your business the edge? Get gigabit fiber internet from C Spire Business, backed by world-class IT experts who live where you do, right here in C Spire country. Check availability now at cspire.com slash business. Can we do one more loser? We kind of got caught up in the Tennessee and uh, mayor of Hattiesburg, Hattiesburg sauce. I got one more. Sure. Phil Mickelson. So he took the money... For- Every, shooting 10 over? Well, for it, it was bad this weekend at the Live, but it doesn't matter because he's in it for money. Everybody knows he's just doing this for money, but he can't say that, right? He can't say it. But there's a group of... Hey, let me interrupt. Would it be refreshing if he did? Yes. I, I would understand it more. Just hey, guys. If he said, guys, look, they offered me $200 million to do this, I'm going to do it. I blew a lot of money... Early in my career, I don't even that. need to know that. You don't even have to say it, but yeah, I don't even need to know that. I just need to know that you're getting two hundred million. I understand. Yeah, the the whole growing the game crap. It's all crap. Everybody knows it's it's for money. But uh, th- there's a group of nine eleven survivors or family members of the terrorist attacks. Mm-hmm. They sent 
letters to the American players that have chosen to play in the live because of Saudi Arabia's obvious connections to that tragic day. Today, he had to open his press conference at the U.S. Open expressing his deepest empathy for those who lost their lives in 9-11. If you have to start a press conference expressing condolences for 9-11 because of who you're affiliated with, maybe you shouldn't be affiliated with them. I don't know. It just seems like it's a bit ridiculous at this point that that is how the U.S. Open, he was the first one, that was how the U.S. Open had to start this week because of all this mess going on. It was bizarre. I watched all 20 minutes. He can't answer any question because he cannot say what everybody knows. They named my price. I have a price, and they named it. But he can't say it. So he's got to do a bunch of stuff like this to dance around it. It was bizarre. So I'm glad you brought this up because we're going to now settle a debate that's been going on in my friends group text all weekend. So evidently, if you on this tour, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, as long as you finish three rounds, you get a check, right? That is correct. Am I, am I correct? There, there, there is no it's cut. It's like $120,000. 54 whole events, no cut. $25 million purse for each event. The winner gets about $4 million, mm-hmm. and it trickles down from there. There are only 40-something players in the field. Okay. So here's the question. If I am given an unlimited supply of balls, I, don't, I can never run out of golf balls, do you believe that for two hundred k, I could I could walk the course and play three rounds of golf in three days? I mean, I think again, I am going to get. Could, a, no, no, I think physically you could walk the course for three days. I don't know that you could do it without being on a, a time limit. That I think I'd be okay because you know you get to stop and address the ball and no, 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 think about your about, yardage like, and all that. You, you you couldn't. You, you oh, couldn't I'd be on the course for hours. Yeah. Of, yeah, yeah. So so within the rules of how the game is played, no. So unless I'm but getting I, some sort of exemption that says the guy can stay out there as long as he needs to finish his round. Yes, do I, I, I think that I, it's, you. It's would, not. It's not a question of physically. Can I walk the course though? Do I think that you would do whatever it takes for to work for three days for two hundred thousand dollars? Yeah, I do. Yes. Okay. I do. Some of my friends doubt me on that one. I'm just like you guys are, are morons. I would I would drag myself across the finish line for 200k. My, my my larger question is is what your score would be if you were playing by the rules of golf. I would oh. almost I would almost encourage you to play it with one club. Hey Dad, because I've seen you swing, and this is not a knock. You, you I would thought be about best that. Serve to just putt. I, I I thought of, I mentioned that I said I would just putt off the tee. And just try to keep it in the middle as best I can. And if I whack it with the putter, I'm probably going to get 50, 60 yards, right? So I, I could, the, the problem I could, is, it I might take you 10 putts once you get on the green. The problem is getting on the green. Yeah. No, no question. Water hazards no could question. be an issue. The course they played this weekend had no water. Oh, well, then maybe, maybe you could have finished it uh, this weekend. Well, there you go. All right, then. I'm glad that you guys have more faith in me than my lifelong friends. Forky Coming. didn't say anything, though. Forky. Could Give I do it, it a shot. Take him up on it. Oh, ah, yeah. 200K, yeah. I mean, are they going to pony it up and like let you try? That's what i got to find out, yeah. Where's the money coming from? 
We are coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort is the home of the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. Perhaps we could try this theory out at the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club on either the Oaks or the Azaleas course. The putting green and the driving range were not particularly uh, kind to Brian Haydad the one time he tried it out. They were not. And yet he still thinks that um, maybe he could. I, I, I don't know. Uh, you can book a tea time or schedule your trip at dancingrabbitgolf.com. Let's, uh, let's jump in, and get into the college football fix. The College Football Fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Log on to buyfordnow.com and find out why the best-selling trucks are built Ford Tough. Let's drive the best-selling truck in America for 45 straight years at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today. All right, is this from the Babylon Bee, Borky? <laughs> I wish it was. This is, actu- this is the actual letter. Yes. That Ross Bjork, on Texas A&M letterhead, sent to the commissioner of the Southeastern Conference, Greg Sankey? Uh, co-signed, I believe, by their president, whose name, okay. uh, her name, I should say, is escaping me. So so not Bro Bible, not the Babylon Bee. Not, not sliced uh, bread. Not sliced bread, no. This isn't a six-pack What's uh, the other prank. spoof website? Uh, the Onion. The Onion. The Onion. This is not from The Onion. I think Click Hole is also a, I believe, is also a parody website. That's a, that's a very dirty one, though. Yep. Um, None of we those. Write, we write to express Texas A&M University's disappointment and outrage at the recent statements made by Alabama University. No way. Yep. No. Mm-hmm. Yep, and and you you know that the author of the article made sure to point out that he didn't make that mistake, that that mistake was made in the email. It, you think that was intentional, like they call Texas, Texas University, instead of, the, instead of the University of Texas? Goodbye to Alabama University. <laughs> At the recent statements made by Alabama University head football coach Nick Saban that, quote, A&M bought every player on their team, made a deal for name, image, likeness, close quote. Bjork and Banks' email to Sankey stated, Coach Saban's statement was a blatant violation of SEC bylaws regarding sportsmanship. More significantly, without citing any facts to support his statement, Coach Saban is accusing every single player, not sure that you needed a comma there, in Texas A&M's recruiting class and current football team of violating NCAA NIL guidelines and Texas state law. Coach Saban's statement is false, beneath the dignity of the SEC, and corrosive to the fabric of sportsmanship in college football as a whole, and especially within the SEC. We expect the league to take strong public action against Coach Saban and the University of Alabama. Yep. The Alabama University thing was intentional. Against the University of Alabama... To demonstrate that such unprofessionalism and disrespect for Texas A&M student-athletes, coaches, and the university as a whole will not be tolerated. A public apology from Coach Saban to Coach Fisher, Aggie football, and Texas A&M University is a good starting point, but the league should also consider monetary and participation penalties against Coach Saban. Thank you for your concern and prompt attention to this serious matter. I have a legitimate question. 
How did y'all put up with him? How did y'all do it? What a loser. It, it's become how, how did you do it? No, it's it, it's more than it was. Oh. Oh, I just don't know. That that's not how he operated on a day in, day out basis at Ole Miss. It's not. Hey, I I'm just telling you, it's not. I believe you. I believe you, but my gosh. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. We'll be back with you after this. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Looking fairly decent. Do have slowdowns 55 southbound from right around Fortification Street down to the stack. Otherwise, no other major problems to speak of. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the best place to get you going on your path to financial well-being. Stop by, call, or visit them online to learn about their great loan rates, free check-in, and much more at River Trust Federal Credit Union. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gluckstadt or online at bennelson.com. At Batteries Plus, we do more than fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus in-store, curbside, and online to save $10 on boat and RV batteries. For all for details and limitations, visit BatteriesPlus.com. Red Hot Savings, Red Hot Selection. The deals have never been hotter than now at Ridgeland Mitsubishi during our sizzling summer sell-down. Our entire lineup of cars, SUVs, and crossovers are priced to move with scorching savings right now. Pay only $249 per month on new 2022 Mitsubishi Mirages. That's just $249 per month. And with gas prices being so high, the Mirage's 40 MPGs will keep more cash in your pocket. Bring in your trade. We'll give you a top dollar for it. Shop from over 1,500 quality pre-owned vehicles right now at RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile power train warranty from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Think you can't get approved? Think again. Our goal is 100% credit approval, no matter your past credit history. Ridgeland Mitsubishi, we're giving you more selection to choose from, more savings, and more affordable monthly payments every single day, period. So come say big while the deals are hot at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, when nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road, call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi Mirage, 10% down, 2.9% for 72 months. See what do you really know about Michael Cassidy? He just came to Mississippi from Maryland and only registered to vote here last year. As a Navy Reserve pilot, Cassidy was grounded and put under an investigation. Mississippi doesn't need a carpetbagger. We need a conservative, a conservative like Michael Guest. I'm Michael Guest, and I approve this message because you deserve to know the truth. I have a proven conservative record fighting for you and our Mississippi values. I ask for your vote in the June 28th runoff election. Paid for by friends of Michael Guest. When unexpected injuries happen, Mississippi Sports Medicine's Urgent Ortho Care is prepared for casting and x-rays right on site. Faster than an ER visit, and physicians and practitioners are on site. We'll wrap up your injury fast and get you on your way. No referral needed. Open in Madison and Flowood, Monday through Friday, 8 to 7. Jackson, 8 to 5. Open Saturday in Madison, 8 to 2. Mississippi Sports Medicine Urgent Ortho Care. It's a wrap. Go beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 here on Super Talk Mississippi. Check this out. Sports Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi. Well, you can tell everybody. 
heart that I ever told. Paid for every heart that I ever stole. I played my cards and I didn't fall. Well, it ain't that hard when you got soul. Jason says, so basically Ross Bjork had a Will Smith moment. Keep my wife's name out your mouth. I mean, you remember, I guess it was, it's been months now. After the first signing day, when for some reason somebody was asking Ross Bjork about, it was about Lane Kiffin's joke about uh, luxury tax. And he said something along the lines of, well, this is what happens to winners and we're prepared for this. They have not demonstrated since then that they are prepared for this. <laughs> I mean, just one, did you honestly think that the SEC was going to suspend Nick Saban? Do you think they were going to suspend Nick Saban for saying something at essentially a booster club meeting? On the top of answer the answer is no. No. On top of the fact that you let your coach call a different coach in the SEC West, a clown. Like, it's just... Ross Bjork is acting like Tennessee baseball here. Did they write write this letter before or after Jimbo's press conference? It was definitely after. 100% after. I mean... Talking to the man in the mirror, throwing stones while living in a glass house. I mean, say, wait, wait. Uh, pick your pick your cliche. There are many. There are many that are comma applicable. It's been a while since See, we've seen no use, Saban no not need ease for a comma off the there. gas. Yeah, it's been a while since we've seen a game where Saban didn't ease off the gas if he had the big lead. Mm. But we're inching closer to that every day. Well, and they've got to do it, right? I mean, Texas A&M is not an untalented football team. That's true. Given the opportunity, he will put the throttle down. You can swing into sponsoring the Sanderson Farms Championship. It's September 26th through October 2nd. Entertain your clients or prospects and reward your employees. Packages are available right now, although you've only got a couple of days left. You can visit... Sponsor sfc.com. The deadline for sponsorship packages is June 15th. That's later this week. So whether it's a skybox, the trophy club, a custom package, or taking advantage of branding opportunities, there is a uh, an avenue for you and for your business. Sponsor sfc.com. Visit that website today for more information. Let's go back and talk about uh, new audience, largely new audience in the uh, the 5 o'clock hour. So let's go back and talk about the two games and the way they unfolded over the weekend in Hattiesburg. Ole Miss getting a win in game number one, 10-0. And it took a while, right? I mean, it was, it was low scoring. Ole Miss got its first runs in the top of the third inning. They led 2 to nothing. They added a run in the fourth inning. It was 3 to nothing. It was three to nothing going into the top of the sixth inning. Now you remember at the bottom of the fifth inning was where Southern Miss had the bases loaded and hit the the foul ball. That if it had been what eighteen inches to the left, it would have been a grand slam, and Southern Miss would have taken the the lead, and it would have been an absolute insane asylum inside Pete Taylor Park. But it was a foul ball, 
And on the next pitch, Dylan DeLucia got a strikeout. And it ended the inning. And then Ole Miss came, and they put six runs on the board in the uh, in the sixth inning. So Justin Bench hit by a pitch with the bases loaded, picks up an RBI, makes it four to nothing. Jacob Gonzalez singles to left, five nothing. Tim Del, uh, Tim Elko double into center field, drives in two runs at seven nothing. Kevin Graham gets a double to right, drives in two runs. It's nine to nothing. Hayden Dunhurst gets a single to right, drives in a run. Kevin Graham scores ten nothing. And that was all the scoring. But it was dominant, right? Ten runs on ten hits with no errors, holding Southern Miss to four hits. Dylan DeLucia, he was masterful. Five and two-thirds, four hits, two walks, nine strikeouts, hit two batters through 108 pitches. And then Ole Miss handed it off to Jack Doherty, picked up his second save of the year, went three and a third, only one strikeout. He just filled up the zone. He just threw it up there and said, we got a big old lead, hit it. And Southern Miss didn't. And they got the win in game one. And so that set the stage for yesterday's game two. If Ole Miss wins, they go to Omaha. If Southern Miss wins, they force a game three. And it would be happening right now. And I cannot imagine the emotions that it would have been in play had there been a game three today on all sides of the aisle. So game two yesterday. Freshman Hunter Elliott on the mound. Southern Miss's dude, Tanner Hall, on the mound. And no scoring until the bottom of the fifth inning. Ole Miss had a bunch of base runners in the first, missed an opportunity when Kevin Graham grounded into a double play. Fly ball gets Ole Miss on the board, and you're able to put the pressure on right out of the gate. Let me ask you guys this, because this is a thought that I've had. And quickly, the scoring, Ole Miss got three in the fifth, one in the sixth, Little insurance in the bottom of the eighth with the TJ McCants pinch hit solo home run. They win it. Five runs, ten hits, made one error. That was the throwing error trying to pick off at first that, that Hunter Elliott made. He got out of that jam. Southern Miss goes no runs, three hits. They had one hit early and two hits in the seventh? Yeah, it was in the, uh, in the eighth. And that was it. As it was unfolding yesterday, I thought there are two schools of thought here. One, the longer that Southern can can keep Ole Miss scoreless the more they feel like they've got a chance in this game. That was maybe from the Southern Miss perspective. But the flip side of that perspective was Southern Miss kept going to the plate and coming up empty. One run in the midweek game. No runs through nine innings of game one. Zero, 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 zero. Over and over yesterday. And so was it becoming demoralizing? And then the, the flip side, and I thought from an old Miss perspective, they're not beating the ball over the all over the ballpark, but but they're barreling up some balls, and they've had base runners all over the place, and there's not a worry in the world for Ole Miss this Ole Miss team, as long as Hunter Elliott's pitching well, and they know a hit's coming. Right? It's like Opportunity. It wasn't like there were opportunities and there was this overwhelming sense of frustration that they weren't taking advantage of the opportunities. It was like, there's a lot of traffic, and they're going to break through eventually. Is that, do, do, do those perspectives make sense at all? No, they do. 
Um, it's not the story pitching's the story, obviously, but Ole Miss's offensive approach looked really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, somebody on the text line said I was a loser because I was talking up Southern Miss pitching all week. Waldrop and Hall were absolutely as good as advertised. Absolutely were good as advertised. But Ole Miss came in and they wasted pitches and, and they worked counts. Hell, they even got walked a few times, which just does not happen with those two guys. Kemp Alderman's that bad. I said after the game Saturday... Uh, in my in my game recap, that Alderman's at bat in the third inning. You wouldn't think much in a ten nothing game that that then in a bat in the third inning matters much. But at what was it a nine ten pitch at bat where he just kept wasting pitches and wasting pitches. Finally uh, had a sacrifice fly, but that was the at bat the kind of at bat that off the bat by the way looked like it was gone on TV. Ball was like not it was carrying to left well. field. I mean, it looked like he just crushed it over the scoreboard. But that was that was a microcosm of what Ole Miss needed to do, and they did it. But those guys were absolutely as good as advertised. But Ole Miss's approach was phenomenal. I mean, yes, they struck out 12 times on Saturday, but they hit the baseball, and they capitalized on opportunities. And if you'd have told me they'd have gotten four runs on eight hits against Tanner Hall, you would have take, Mike Bianco would have taken that in a heartbeat if you'd have offered that to him going into the game on Sunday. So Ole Miss hitting was really good considering who they were up against. The stuff was electric. They just ran into a buzzsaw. Do you know what we avoided today? They avoided Perry Costello behind home plate calling balls and strikes. Nah, that's the true win. <laughs> Perry Costello would have been the home plate umpire in a winner take all game three to go to Omaha. That would have uh, that would have been something. So, Josh Mallett's, I don't know that we talked a lot about him. And we talked earlier about him kind of coming out of the bullpen and Ole Miss ultimately deciding to stick with Josh Mallett's in the ninth inning and not go to Brandon Johnson, who was up and ready to go. In terms of who's going to be fresh when they roll out on the field on Saturday and then again on Monday, it's the entire staff. Nobody was over. I mean, Dylan Delusia threw 104 pitches. They went to the bullpen. Jack Doherty and what? Three and a third through like 40 pitches. Yesterday, Hunter Elliott throws 97 pitches. And Josh Mallett throws 27. They're going to be ready to go. Mike Bianco scheduled to uh, join us on the other side of this timeout. Head coach for the Rebels, getting his team ready to head to Omaha. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny conditions and hot, high near 96. Tonight, mostly clear skies, low around 75. Your Tuesday, sunny conditions, high near 96. Tuesday evening, mostly clear, low around 75. And a look to Wednesday, sunny conditions and hot, high all the way up to 97. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. 
This is Joe Rooks. Create your own Gravely Zero Turn More package and save big at Revel Ace Hardware and Revel Outdoor Power. Pick your Gravely More, pick your trailer for as low as $97 a month. And for just $10 a month more, you can add a steel, trimmer, blower, and chainsaw. Plus, 0% interest. Revel is Mississippi's largest Gravely dealer. And that means great selection, savings, and service. Learn more at reveloutdoor.com and Facebook. Revel and Gravely, brands you can trust. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. I'm here to help you with your construction site. We have many different options such as portable toilets, handicap units, hand washers, eye washers, and also roll-off dumpsters. When you gotta go, please call Gotta Go, 601-879-3969. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from iCar and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bathfitter.com. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Following the first All-Mississippi Super Regional in history, the Ole Miss Rebels are heading to Omaha after defeating Southern Miss by a score of 5-0 on Sunday. Golden Eagles head coach Scott Berry said after the game that if his team isn't the one going to Omaha, he's glad it's the Rebels. I told Mike after the game there, I said if it could have been us, I wanted it to be you. Um, I think the world of him have the utmost respect for how he runs his program and how his players act. So congratulations to them. You know, Mississippi's going to be represented. We knew that uh, going into this one way or the other. So certainly uh, we're, we're pulling for them to, to win the whole thing there. So. It'll be Ole Miss's sixth overall appearance in Omaha with the last time coming in 2014. Further information on the College World Series will be posted on supertalk.fm once it's released. You've been listening to Supertalk Mississippi News, and I'm J.T. Mitchell. Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Who are they giving to? Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan, be a player, be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans, we're here to play. 
MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit, and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. You know that nowadays more people are cutting the cord, ditching traditional cable and satellite television, and instead just streaming everything. With Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's over-the-top advertising, you can get your business seen on streaming TV. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted team can show you how your ad dollars can go further to reach a more targeted audience. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Mm, from the flatlands of Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Every minute worth waiting for. Super Talk Mississippi. Ten zip on Saturday, five zip yesterday, two wins and a ticket punch to the College World Series in Omaha. Mike Bianco joins us right now on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Coach, we appreciate your time as always. It's been fun, not just this year, but for several years to get to talk to you each Monday. And now we get to talk to you on the uh, the verge of heading to Omaha for the College World Series. Congratulations. Uh, thanks, Richard. I appreciate it, and uh, pleasure to be with you as always. This is one of those fluffy media questions, so you'll just forgive this uh, right out of the gate, I hope. First thing you thought about when you woke up this morning, like like you, your head alarm goes off or maybe it doesn't, and you wake up and you open your eyes, first thing that popped into your head? Uh, first thing is got to get to the office. we got to, you know, logistically, I think what people don't realize is, you know, yesterday was a great day, but the next 24 hours, you know, it's, you're trying to figure out when you're taking off, you know, and all the other logistics, the hotel and rooms and that everybody's taking care of. It's, it's one of those things that nobody talks about, but man, it's, it's, it's a, it's a tough 24 hours and we're still in it. You know, uh, not even exactly sure. I think we got the plane. We're not exactly sure what time we're taking off, but it looks like we're taking off, uh, Wednesday morning. So that was the first thing. With the College World Series schedule changing this year, does strategy change at all with, with the it's starting a day earlier and they, they take the the off day out, so it's a little bit more compact schedule. People talked in the past about you know if you've got two two starting pitchers and, and you stay undefeated, you can kind of get through with that. Is it different this year? Uh, you know, I, I don't. I haven't looked that far into it to be totally honest with you. Um, you know, I, I think everybody's probably feeling before is it, it can get a little stretched out, which the reason they do that, obviously, is not just TV time, but you want to make sure that you give everybody the, the, the best advantage to put, you know, their best team on the field. Because that can, as you can see in regionals, a lot of times where people just run out of pitching and they just, you know, you, that's why you see so many big scores in games six and seven. So they just didn't want that to happen, you know, when you're playing for the national championship in Omaha. But uh, I, I don't think it's going to be a big deal. Uh, certainly, you know, not, nothing more compressed than we've done already. 
I don't know if you've had time to reflect, but when you get to that point, what are you going to think back on from this past weekend? Is there a moment or a couple of moments that you think are going to stand out for you in what occurred in Hattiesburg over a couple of days? I think just in general, um, you know, how well we played um, and, and certainly uh, how well we pitched. You know, obviously didn't give up a run in 18 innings. Uh, but then also on the other side of the ball, I, I thought offensively we did a great job against one of the best pitching staffs in the country and two guys that, you know, uh, are All-American candidates on the mound for them. And uh, I thought we, we had a great plan. I thought Mike Clement really had the hitters prepared, and um, and we just made it hard on him. Even yesterday against Hall, who's so, so good, he's really you're facing their ace in game uh uh, game two, uh, we made it hard. You know, he doesn't walk people, but we ran the counts up and, uh, we were able to, not a lot of hard hits, but some, some, some hits that found some holes. Mike, people probably don't know exactly how this works, but in the post-game press conference setting, there's kind of a moderator, and instead of just asking you to make an opening statement or, or Scott Barry, he kind of asks an initial question. And I was struck by the fact that he, he did that with Scott Barry, and Scott said, well, first, let me congratulate Ole Miss, and he, he talked about the relationship and what he had said to you, and then he did the same thing to you, and you're like, well, well first, let me congratulate Southern Miss. I'm not sure that that always happens. Can, can you tell us a little bit more about your relationship with Scott? Well, you know, uh, when I first got to Mississippi, you know, Scott was at Meridian Community College and soon became the assistant under Corky Palmer at Southern Miss and eventually became the head coach there. And so, you know, he was one of the first coaches I met here and uh, uh, recruited a couple of his players. One of the kids he already had committed that never played for, Matt Tolbert, he turned out to be pretty good, and Josh Christian, uh, but always respected him. But as, you know, uh, he was an assistant and, and Corky did such a great job there. You know, in the early 2000s, and then when Scott became the coach, you know, we we've been through this you know together. You know, uh, Mississippi, as we've talked so much, how how great baseball's here, and, and and there is a great rivalry, you know, between us and, and especially in baseball, uh, where we're both really really good baseball programs. Uh, but he does such a great job, not just as a coach, as a recruiter, and with his program, uh, but he does it the right way, and uh, he's had a ton of great assistance under them we've never had issues you know it's it's one of those where i know it's rivalry and you want to win so bad and sometimes the fans can take it to a certain (laughs) certain level uh but there's nothing but mutual respect i think on both sides he's a class act i don't know that every anybody has ever accused you of having a lot of bling like like you're not the guy that's got diamonds dripping off of you and and all that good stuff and yet there's this picture that's floating around of a a gold chain with a a big five (laughs) hanging in the middle of your chest well what's the story there all right, here's the story. So, no, I'm not a big bling guy. Uh, we win the regional down in Miami. Justin Bench's parent, grandparents are from the Tampa Bay area. They must have had a giveaway. One of their players is number five, and I guess he wears that chain. And it was like a bobblehead giveaway. They were giving away these these medallions of number five. And his parents went to the Tampa Bay Rays game and got one of those. And I'm number five, and they wanted to give it to me. And uh, so Justin 
was kind of embarrassed. He said, my grandparents want you to have this. You know, hey, if you want, you can throw it away afterwards. And I put it on. I mean, we're regional champs, and we're moving on to Super Regional. I put it, put it on, and he took a picture for his grandparents. I thought it was going to his grandparents. I didn't know it was going all over the country. Did, did you pull it out again after the Super Regional win? Uh, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. See, I think that should be like the good luck chart. Like, that's going under your jersey on game day from here on out. Well, I didn't wear it through the Super Regional. See, you know, that's where my wife is like you, all into the superstition. And she's like, I think you should wear it to Omaha. And I said, well, I didn't wear it to the Super Regional. Like, why are you guys, like, starting these types of things? Like, you know, no, it's no, it's not. All we need is we need Elko to hit and we need Elliott and Delucia to pitch. We don't need me with the number five hanging from my chest. You have said, as clear as can be, you're not a big Twitter guy, but this is your moment to potentially go viral. Yeah, uh, I appreciate it. I, well, I, I, I can live without uh, you, You'll pass on that. Uh, let me ask you about a couple of, we'll call them little moments, but I thought moments that, that maybe were lasting images. Tim Elko catching the final out to get you to Omaha. That's pretty cool. Yeah, really cool. Uh, and, uh, you know, I said it in the press conference afterwards, and it's one of the neat things about our game, right? You can't control where the ball's going. You know, sometimes you, you hope that they don't hit it to a certain position, and that's where they hit it, right? <laughs> uh, and I, I told the story about how uh, uh, Garrett Woods has his first start of his career, and it's in a regional final in a, at Miami, and the very first ball that's hit, it's hit to him. And, uh, the ball, you know, as we always say, the ball will find you. But how, uh, ironic, you know, that uh, the final out to get to Omaha is to, you know, one of the all time greats who came back his senior year to get to Omaha. So, you know, pretty fitting. TJ McCants hits the, uh, the home run after coming in as a defensive replacement yesterday. It's the first time he had swung the bat since the, the Coral Re- uh, Regional, Coral Gables Regional. That was a pretty cool moment, I would think, for him, who's who's at time had a tough year at the plate this season. Yeah, and uh, tough time. He's had battled some injuries and some personal things, and uh, you know, loved the kid, and you know, he was able to play yesterday. But Garrett was playing so well, we just didn't want to push the envelope with with TJ, and knew that you know, at the end, you know, we would make the defensive replacement where I think we're better defensive club with bench at third and TJ in center. Uh, wasn't sure that TJ would get in the bat. Uh, but, you know, neat moment for him. And you wanted to make sure, you know, we, we felt pretty comfortable at 4-0, but you can always take another run. I'm curious, and, and I was wondering as the game was unfolded, uh, unfolding yesterday, you go to Josh Mallett, he gets the final two outs in the eighth. Did, you had Brandon Johnson ready in the bullpen. Did you consider going to Brandon Johnson for that ninth inning? And, and if not, yeah. why did, why did Mallett feel like the right choice? Well, 100%. At four, we were going to, we were going to bring him in at four. And, and it, it's mm. kind of touchy. I think it's a coin flip. I, I don't like bringing the closer in sometimes when it's not like a safe situation. Uh, I think sometimes, you know, that plays, you know, against them where they don't have the adrenaline. They don't, they're not their normal selves with a, with a giant lead. I thought four, you know, uh, that was the right move to bring him in. Then when we got to five, um, and, and I, again, I don't know if there's a bad decision either way. But, but uh, you know, Mallets has been so, so good for us. Uh, we're going to give him the opportunity to finish uh, with B.J. right behind him. And, you know, felt that, you know, if they, they got a, a guy on or two, 
uh, certainly we were going to BJ, but it had nothing to do with necessarily matchups or anything like that. It had to do more with you really want to bring your closer in with a five-run lead, you know, with a guy that's on the mound that's been really good. Was every pitch that you called for Mallets, and we only got like 20 seconds left in the eighth inning, a slider? Uh, no, we called one. We called one fastball, the first pitch to Dickerson. Okay, but it was a, a heavy dose of breaking balls. It was uh, it was certainly impressive stuff, Coach. Thanks so much for your time. Good luck at Omaha. I look forward to talking to you soon. Thanks, Richard. Appreciate you. That's Mike Bianco, head baseball coach at Ole Miss. His club headed to the College World Series in Omaha. We'll be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call 601-605-4443. In Rankin County, look for delays on Greenfield at Highlands Ridge. Uh, back at the stack, some minor delays eastbound from 55 over to 49 and starting to see some uh, minor slowdowns down through the waterworks. Otherwise, things looking pretty good. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. When you need an oil change, go see Central Mississippi's oil change specialists at Car Care Clinic Jet Lube. Their 28-point full-service oil change is more than an oil change. You get peace of mind with premium motor oil, preventative maintenance to change, inspect, check, fill, and clean essential components of your vehicle, and upon request, interior vacuuming. Just drive in, stay in your car, and the job is done in just a few minutes. Plus, Car Care Clinic is COVID compliant. Car Care Clinic offers a 10% discount for women every Wednesday, and military, seniors, and all first responders every Thursday and is your locally owned and operated AAA recommended repair shop in the Jackson Metro, an A-plus member of the Better Business Bureau with ASE certified mechanics. Car Care Clinic has been a trusted business for great service for over 45 years. Visit any of their convenient locations or go to cccjl.com for savings. Car Care Clinic, we want to change your oil, not your schedule. Nobody cares like the Car Care Clinic for your a stronger, healthier Mississippi starts with the right managed care, managed with integrity. Amerigroup brings over 30 years of experience partnering with Medicaid programs throughout the country and a deep commitment to Mississippi. So far, we've invested over $3 million to improve the overall health of our communities. Amerigroup of Mississippi. Managed care. Managed with integrity. Learn more at AmerigroupMS.com. Hi, I'm David Frederick, owner of Frederick Sales and Service in Brandon. For more than 27 years, we've been selling and servicing Exmark mowers here in central Mississippi. Whether you have a city lot, a country estate, or a large institutional property, Exmark has a mower to fit your needs. I invite you to come by and check out all of what Exmark and Frederick's has to offer. With special financing available, we have mowers in stock and ready for you. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment, serving you since 1993. 
If recent hailstorms have invited lurk the leak into your home, call the experts at Watkins Construction and Roofing to find out what is lurking in your roof. Our rapid response roof team will be on top of your roof as soon as the next business day with a complimentary, honest assessment of your roof's condition and offer solutions to keep your home and family safe. Say goodbye, lurk the leak. Call Watkins Construction and Roofing today at 601-966-8233 or visit losetheleak.com. What do you have to lose but your leak? Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. This is Jake Mangum for Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. One of the most underrated attributes in baseball is determination. It's one thing to want to do something and another altogether to get it done. That's why I love the team at Farm Bureau. They get the job done every single time. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi continues. Stanford threatening to add to its lead, up 9-4 in the bottom of the sixth inning. They've got the bases loaded with one out. UConn has used six pitchers in the game. An inning, two and a third, a third, a third, two thirds, two and a third. Stanford's starter did not record an out, but then they've gotten three innings each out of the last two pitchers into the ballgame, 9-4, Going to the bottom of the six, six thirty tonight on ESPN two. Auburn and Oregon State for the last spot in the College World Series. If the uh, if the result holds in uh, in Palo Alto, then Stanford would be the third one seed. So you know the the one seeds one through sixteen, the the sixteen teams that hosted. They would be just the third one seed to advance to this year's College World Series. And then Oregon State or Auburn would be the fourth. Right now, five of the top eight have been eliminated and six of the next eight have been eliminated. Notre Dame won game one, lost game two, won game three against Tennessee. Texas lost the opener against East Carolina, but then won the next two. Heartbreak for East Carolina in game two. They had a three-run lead with five outs to go, and Texas comes back. They tie it, or, or they go up by one. East Carolina hits a home run to tie it. And then Texas gets a run in the uh, the bottom of the ninth inning of game two, and then they win big last night. Six-and-a-half-hour delay after one out was recorded and four runs came across for Texas. Uh, Texas A&M 
Two close wins. A walk-off on Friday night and a, what, a one-run win yesterday to advance over Louisville. Oklahoma wins game one, loses game two, wins game three against Virginia Tech. North Carolina and Arkansas, Razorbacks got it done in two games. Two low-scoring games. Ole Miss obviously gets it done in two games. Stanford, UConn going to a game three, and Auburn, Oregon State going to a game three. By the way, Auburn winning game one against Oregon State when their pitcher didn't make it through the first inning, it's pretty impressive. Gave up four runs in the bottom of the first, but only five for the game, and managed to uh, to work their way through that one. About the SEC. And the SEC to be. Yeah. I mean, Arkansas, possibly Auburn, Ole Miss, Texas, Oklahoma, the SEC is well represented. Yeah. It's funny that we talked about Texas, Arkansas, Ole Miss, top five teams that didn't host a few weeks ago. Now they're all in the College World Series. Maybe the preseason projections weren't that bad. And there's something to be said, too, about grinding through a schedule the way they have to. I mean, think about it. Do you think Auburn's intimidated by the atmosphere in Corvallis? Now, the weather's different. It was like 50 degrees at first pitch yesterday. But do you think they're rattled up there? No. I mean, let's be honest here. It's the closest thing to an SEC environment on the West Coast. It is. And it's not anything they haven't seen before. No, 100%. I mean, take the series that that we covered the most, obviously. Southern Miss was the host, and they deserved to be the host. But one of those teams was challenged all year long far more than the other in terms of talent, pitching, everything that they've seen from a week-to-week basis. Waldrip and Hall are great, and they showed you that their stuff was high level. But Ole Miss had seen pitchers up to that caliber before. Southern Miss looked like they had never seen, and they hadn't, but they looked like they hadn't seen a Delusia or a Hunter Elliott before. It, there's something to be said about what Ole Miss had to endure to get to that point versus what Southern Miss had to endure to get to that point. By the way, February, Butch Thompson might be losing his job at the end of the year. Instead, he's one one away from his second trip to Omaha in three seasons. Sports. Yes. I mean, that was a conversation. It wasn't like a loud, screaming conversation because Auburn baseball doesn't generate loud conversations, period. Right. But... If you were following closely, there were people that said, yeah, Butch needs to have a good year. Well, he has had a good year. He has had a really, really good year. So it's going to be interesting to see where it goes. Ole Miss is going to play either Auburn or Oregon State, and we think it's going to be Saturday night, but that will be announced officially, I guess, late tonight. They'll, They'll set all of the times. Given that you've got all four teams already done on the left side of the bracket, stands to reason that those games would be on Friday and the right side of the bracket with two teams playing on Monday would not be asked to play on Friday. Um, So we'll see. We'll have all that information for you tomorrow when we do the Tuesday edition of Sports Talk Mississippi. Thanks for being with us in the Pearl River Resort Studios. For Michael Borky and Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross. Good night.
Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff. MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to mwgemployerservices.com. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.